0: Get ready for Deadbeat Radio. It is that time once again. We sit down, let the tunes play, and begin another episode of Deadbeat Radio here on outlander media network i'm your host lance adams you know who you are but let me tell you who i got with me so you'll know who's with you on this adventure today always my co-pilot the chewbacca to my Han solo on this may the fourth even more prominent than ever with the passing of peter mayhew
1: Pete chewbacca
0: and today I have a lovely guest who is new member of Outlander Media Network family. No, no stranger per se, because you have made your uh, original appearance on J and B's DLC, and are soon to be a co-host on DLC Respawn. Mr. Ron Shipley. Hey, Ron, how you doing, buddy?
2: I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Nice.
0: We've uh, we've been trying to set this up for a while and had some scheduling conflicts, so it's good yeah. to actually. Uh, get a chance to sit down and uh, uh, hang out. Uh, again, I, I, I know we were talking on the way over here. We've only crossed paths very few times in person, but I felt such a kindred friendship with you for a long time. Yeah, You um, are one of those social media friends who you really do – miss when they're not around think about um you know like 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 people you love at work you're like oh, i can't wait to tell them this joke because i know it'll remind me of the thing they love because you know you spend more time with your coworkers than you do your real family yep. and friends so they have truly become your family and friends and social media has a tendency to do that and through that i have felt such a again a, a friendship and kindred shit with you well, thank and you, man. so um i love uh your your humor um you know in general you're a pop culture geek like myself yeah and so um, it was one of those things where I knew if we could get a chance to sit down, I was like, again, we can spend two hours just talking Spider-Ham. We could. Uh, and oh, uh, no,
2: yeah. And we probably will. We, we
0: ha- might, because as the only two Spider-Ham OG fans that I know, yes. uh, it is something I'm constantly having, like I said, defend defending my family. I was like, I, he's a spider. He was bit by a radioactive pig. I'm not explaining this again.
2: No. And I'm I'm not like the hipsters that get mad when somebody discovers what they discover. Yeah. I like it that people know who Spider-Ham is now. Because that means I'm going to get more Spider-Ham.
0: It does. It yes. does. Um, some Sometimes you get a toxic fan base out of those sort of things. You yeah. get the next generation, whether it's music yeah. or whether it's, again, a TV show, a movie. You get a toxic fan base who does try and rub it in your face. And you were like, bitch, I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Star Wars. I'm a diehard Star Wars fan. I had a fan base. Base has a lot of that. Yeah. Um, you know, we get I think
2: it's the worst it, fan base right now. It's really. not great. That I mean Rick and Morty.
0: Well, as a right-wing conservative Christian, I'm used to being the I get it the the, the not all of us. I'm yeah. used to having to be like, nope, not me. I'm not racist, homophobic, not ignorant, yeah. not pushy. I get it. We have our moments. So like I I'm I'm used to have uh-huh. to be in this uh side of the equation, but it's like I thought this was the one thing that i actually people like i like appreciated about me but it's like no now we're here again but oh well yeah. fuck those guys yeah um, no no
2: just enjoy the movies i do enjoy.
0: i i love um the new movies i love yeah. all of it i like the prequels i take a lot of shit for it but i like uh-huh. the prequels really I, yeah they're not great they're not the best but i like them i think they are what they are i always use the sports fan analogy you know you see sit in the seat, seats and you put on your jersey and you paint your face during the shitty seasons and you get to revel when you really knock one out of the park when the force awakens comes out yeah. but for those shitty seasons when nobody will come and nobody will give season pat you know what you still sit there and yeah. you cheer and because you love what you love and so that's how i am with the prequels they're not our championship seasons no they're not by no. any means they are the the uh we're moving to a new city uh-huh. we're gonna you know um get to make some changes i get it those are we wish you future and uh, good luck on your future endeavor type uh seasons and i understand that but i still like them and i was still there and i think there's a lot of good in them so yeah i'm a lover and i I like that people my kids especially are finding it um and and enjoying it too and it is but i do feel a a bit of superiority and it's one of those things where i was blessed it's not like I, i earned it it's just one of those kind of things where you're like
2: i was there you grew up with it
0: i i remember waiting for empire yeah. You know, it's like, I do, there's a, there's, I get a pride, I guess is the best way to describe it. A little ego, nothing yeah. crazy. I don't rub it in people's faces, but I do appreciate the fact that it's like, yeah, it was there. It yeah. It was I, there.
2: I think the first one I saw in theaters was, was Return. However, when Empire came out, I did get the uh, record that came with the little book. And when oh, you hear yeah. the little chime sound, you oh, to turn yeah. the page. That's how I experienced uh, Empire the, Empire Strikes Back the wow. first time, is that way.
0: Um, yeah. I've actually been blessed. I have one, solo the only one i didn't i've seen everyone in the theater first run okay i was too young to appreciate one but my mom took me anyway so i get to i still get credit for that
2: yeah yeah yeah
0: um and then i got a little older caught up with it at some point during reshows and turns out even then i was you know just barely a year maybe too old i guess depending on when the months fell And my mom took my brother, who's eight years older than me, thinking he would love it. And he's like, I give a shit less. (laughs) But she said I fucking instantly was all over it and loved it and was obsessed. And it's the thing that dominates my childhood. Um, It's the single most toy, movie, everything. It's everything, when I think to any memory of childhood, outside of of thinking of a specific memory for a specific purpose, Star Mm -hmm. Wars is involved. So that was the
2: first movie you saw... The theater, I, I the yes,
0: maybe she might have taken me younger, but I don't know. I mean, I could have been too much younger, so like I said, I was yeah. maybe two at the time. Like I said, potentially, if the months line up right, I would be between a year and two. Okay, and uh, I, like I said, I don't remember seeing the first one, but I know I did, and I do remember Empire vividly, and I remember um, waiting for Empire, you know, I remember you know, the 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 whole just anticipation of the next one. And so I, I I was blessed to have been there for a while. Solo's the only one I've never seen in the theater during its first run, and I'm a little upset because I I liked Solo a lot. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was great, and I would have loved to have seen it in the theater. Yeah. But uh, and I like I like the new stuff. I like them all. I Me have too. I still have um, favorites and least favorites. Yeah. You know, I mean, like you you still have the well. I like this better than this, but this is still my favorite thing. So um, you know, and I I, I, I sit there to all all them, and I I I. I Assume Star Trek, Doctor Who fans are that way too. You know, I make fun of, of Star Trek and Doctor Who in my <laughs> act, um, just because it's again the kind of stereotype that nerds have yeah. gangs, um, and uh, I guess they're that way too. You know, everybody has their favorite captain or their favorite time lord or their favorite companion. Yeah, you know, but they still go. Well, I'm still watch, but I don't like. I don't like Capaldi, but I'm still there.
2: No, no, no. That's how it is. I think my first movie I ever saw in the theater was Lady and the Tramp okay um the thing i remember the most about it is when i got to the spaghetti eating
0: scene yep the most famous i think scene from the movie that
2: crushed my world because at that point i think four or five i then thought spaghetti supposed to be dog food and spaghetti was my favorite food so at that point i thought my mother had been cruelly feeding me dog food for so long (laughs) and my world just like crumbled wow yeah no it sucked because i love spaghetti And I had to sit there and see that, and I just started, like, freaking out in the theater.
0: (coughs) Is it still your favorite food?
2: No. No, good. Okay. It's too messy now. Okay. Like a little older, Um, I don't like a lot of messy foods. I love ribs. Okay. I don't like how messy they are. Um, unless yeah. they're like fall off the bone and you don't have to deal with it. I still like messy foods. Um,
0: not my favorite, but once in a blue moon, especially as a, a a large bearded man, I have to watch certain foods. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, of what you do. And, you know, like there are certain things at home. I'm like, fuck it, I'm at home. Like I'll have stuff yeah. hanging in my beard. I don't care. You can care. be like, like leftovers. And yeah, just, like, start exactly. To- in public, though, you're oh. like. It's knife and fork, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I'm, you know, like I'm out. Uh, But, uh, and then you learn how to, like, open your mouth certain ways to eat certain foods. It sounds dumb, but you do. You realistically kind of learn these habits of how to um, get around stuff. But I'm, I'm like that, too. I'm not a big fan of, like, I love ribs, but I don't. The one exception is crab legs. It's like, I... Just rip them bitches apart. I'm too apart. lazy
2: for crab legs. I, I can't just the work to, that goes into it. I'm just too lazy. Worth
0: it. I don't care. I for me that's the one where and I'm a lazy person too. But that's yeah. the one where it's like or like crawfish, anything like that. Peel and eat shrimp. I'm like ah uh, I, I would yeah. No. I mean, I mean those are my favorite foods. Yeah. Seafood in general.
2: Seafood is awesome.
0: And now, okay, so there's a lot of things I want to discuss with you. but We're not here to discuss seafood? We're about to. We're about to. Um, A ton of things, again, being a a huge pop culture lover, and, and today I thought was perfect for you. Once I realized that this was the day we finally settled on, I was like, it's May the 4th. Yeah, It's free comic book day. Holy shit! It's post, you know, Infinity War, which again, this by the time this comes out, spoilers are off the table. But I haven't seen it, but I'm not a spoiler freak, so. But it's still one of those things. It's this is a huge pop culture nerd um, uh, moment in time, you know. Yeah. It just all these things are aligning in the same kind of way, and so it's it's perfect that you're here for this. But before we get into some of that stuff, um, food is is something that I do want to talk to you about. You've been uh, open about everything, and that's one yeah. of the things I talked about off air that I love about you is you're open about your triumphs you're open about your 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 downs whether it's depression or or physical health i know you had yeah. surgery recently yep. um and so you you're very vocal and open and sharing and i love that because i'm an empath i'm a i'm a big squish yeah. um we we make no bones here i cry at the drop of a hat i'm a big squish and so i also share uh not to the level you do but um mainly out of fear which most people are also afraid to expose themselves and you yeah. don't and that's fearless and fantastic and you um have certain just, you know, opinions about food and life in general and going out and cons and and things. But you've done these food videos, uh, which are a lot of fun, Um, you know, that I will try this food that I absolutely hate or have never tried. Um, And so where, where did that come from? I know there's a lot of, um, you know, food eating videos from what's the, Mukbangs to crazy stuff but this is just yeah. hey i've never had a sweet pea and i'm gonna try a sweet pea or you know some, some yeah. normal stuff i know you did like collard greens was it
2: it was I, i've done a lot it's like brussels
0: sprouts there was some green yeah, i'm veggie. not a very
2: adventurous eater okay um you know after my spaghetti incident you know i could I see where don't that trust was food as much once bitten twice yeah. um but like over the last few years trying to eat better and everything i've decided to try to experience more okay. kinds of foods so a lot of times I'll just put, I'll do it as a video. I thought, oh, this will be fun. This will get a few Facebook likes, okay. of course. You know, just a way to, you know. just The last one I
0: you. see you do like a fucking party. Like everybody was there. There was people in the background. Uh, I think that, uh, I did it at, um, was that a seafood thing? Did you do seafood? I can't remember what that can't one was. I not
2: remember what that one was. A um, uh, uh,
0: no, it wasn't a pepper, but it was some. I remember that one because uh, I, I want to say it was some kind of seafood, like a scallop or something. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I can't remember what that one was. Obviously, the biggest one was the candy corn.
0: The candy corn, and that's that because a, I
2: told a story over like a couple months. Right, right. Oh, you, there was a story. You've there. You've had
0: a lot of uh, candy corn posts. That's been a, a theme in in your humor, uh, and yep. uh, so yeah, that was a good one. But um, yeah, I, I know I, my brand. I like the fact that because I'm trying to teach my son this. My son's yeah. ten, and he's chicken nuggets and fries chicken Mm -hmm. nuggets and fries yeah and that uh, that's that's but we're trying to be like and i'm trying to tell him we were actually on our way to get food today and i was like hey buddy here's the deal (laughs) it is okay for you to go this is what i like and i'm not afraid to admit it in anything in life and in food but it's always still good to make sure there aren't other things you might like try it and just go nope i don't like this i'm going back to chicken nuggets and fries because you might learn you do like we we introduced a mistake a while back and for a lot of kids, steak is intimidating. It's a great—you eat a hamburger, but you know, steaks actually will throw a lot of kids off. Oh yeah. And so we made them steaks, and you know, they loved it. They nice. he absolutely loved it. And actually, it was a little on the medium side. I was a little worried. I didn't mean to undercook it. That's yeah, why yeah, I like yeah. it. Yeah. But I didn't want to do it for him and my daughter. And they were like, "What's this red juice?" And I was like, "It's like steak grease, like bacon grease. You know, like okay. when you throw a piece of chicken on there and you get that like a little—it's grease. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah." And they were like, "Oh, cool!" And so they loved nice. it. And, uh, I'm trying to teach him, you know, he tried about a crab. I was making crab cakes one day. He took a little bite of crab and he's like, Oh, I do like that. And even the stuff he doesn't good to try, buddy. You yeah. gotta, you gotta, you know, hear, uh, uh, find out what you don't like. You gotta, you gotta check out new stuff. But, um, you know, if you don't like it, fuck it. That's cool. Nothing wrong yeah. when you're not liking it. So out of all the food things you've tried that you, you were you were testing, what's the one thing you, you knew you hated that you hated the most? What was is it the candy corn?
2: It's probably the candy corn, and then there was um Oh god, what was that? The candy corn for sure, and then there was like a green that I didn't like. And not like a Brussels sprout, I can't right. remember what it was, but just tasting into it, I just, yeah. just I, felt like I hated it. Um one of the funny things is um I've gotten to the point over the years, because when people try to get me to try something, mm-hmm. uh, it's not something I may have never tried it before, but I just know in my head I'm not going to like it. Right. So I know I don't really know now what foods I'm actually really allergic to and which ones I've just been pretending to be allergic to right. for like 20-something years. I think I'm allergic still to the onions, okay. um, but that might still be in my head where I just don't want to try an onion. Right yeah
0: okay yeah i'm 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 a big foodie i like lots of foods but i have things that i I don't like and and certain things i've never tried that i'm just like i'm not gonna i'm cool i'm down um was there anything you tried that you turned out to like that was surprisingly like oh shit that's actually not bad mushrooms okay yeah what kind of mushroom just a regular button mushroom
2: yeah um i guess i did uh hibachi the fibachi factory okay and they forgot to take the mushroom off okay and i was just eating it before i realized there was mushroom in it and i was like okay this isn't bad so- was it
0: just like did it look like like a like almost like a clip art cartoon like yeah, Mario exactly. yeah probably just a white button yeah which yeah, yeah, yeah. we're not bad they have Little, little flavor it's mostly texture okay it's mostly a spongy texture they have a little earthy but even i eat them raw i like that because i like yeah. mushrooms mushrooms are one of my favorite things but um and not like that i mean used to be like that but not like that <laughs> um and so they're mostly texture but um so that's cool that you yeah. you, you turned out to like a mushroom because that's a that's a hard stop for a lot of people yeah you know that's mushrooms are one of those things where people are like nope yeah no.
2: i think when people are picky eaters They get to that point, I guess, like with music, with them in your 20s, that's what you're kind of stuck with for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be adventurous and try more, you Mm -hmm. know, newer things. You're, this is what I like. I don't like this. I'm not going to try it.
0: And then there's stuff that you'll never get exposed to. Like, I might like caviar. I've never had the opportunity to try it. You know, it's like nobody invites me to a party where caviar is served. You can
2: buy it at the food You can buy it at, like, Kroger's. Yeah, but I,
0: I would be totally afraid of that because it's like, what if I? they're like, oh, yeah, nobody eats that shit. No, that's not the one. That's, people have to eat it because right? they make, they make it. it. Yeah. I guess that's true. I guess yeah, that's true.
2: It can't I, be just, like, rich people at parties.
0: I assumed it was. I've seen Big, and that, that's the only, like, real caviar. It right? would be
2: a weird late-night snack in your bed. You just got caviar. You're fancy. Yeah,
0: that would yeah. be awesome. Just, like stoned late at night wandered the fridge oh shit there's some caviar in here <laughs> left over from the party yeah and
2: then you know you're fancy yeah nice, for sure nice. no no
0: um i bought now, again i love seafood i love crab meat in yeah. general even fake crab like some of them buy the imitation crab okay and make like uh like lobster style rolls like yeah, i like yeah, that yeah. which is just manny's crab meat and celery yep. you know so i'm down with that but um i was like i, I want crab cakes i love a good crab cake you ever okay. had one?
2: yeah um, my uh, family's from maryland i have family in maryland yep. stupid
0: question knowing that my bad i take it off the table the minute you say you're from maryland i don't have to ask yeah, no, if you had no. a crab cake. we know crab cakes yeah excellent um and i love them and so i was like i want to make crab cakes and i went to buy a can of crab meat and i was like god damn it's like 25 bucks for a can and i was like okay fuck it you know i pay it for steaks once in a blue moon every yeah. now and then so i'm doing it and I made my own crab cakes, and that's when Silas tried it and said he liked it. And it was absolutely fantastic. But I was like, went to get that can, I was like,
2: fuck. You're scared you're going to mess it up. Yeah, and that's that's yeah. how
0: I'd be with caviar. It's just like, ah, I'm terrified of that. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, actually, it's funny you say that the, the, you're from, from Maryland, and so obviously you know crab cakes well because that's what they're famous for. Um, one of my favorite bands, Clutch, um, I don't know if you've heard of them. They, I think I've heard of them. They were our ad- outro band for a while. Um, Terry, I know you know Clutch. They, they actually have a song that is a crab cake recipe.
2: The whole, all the lyrics are just. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, hot bottom feeder. Uh, I don't know if you can pull it up for a second, but yeah, he, um, cause they're from Westchester, I think, which is in that basic area. Yeah. Uh, so they're, but yeah, he has a, it's called hot bottom feeder and it's literally just, um, a recipe. I want to make it, I want to try this recipe and see if it's worth the shit. Um, the one I used was off the can of the $30 tuna or, uh, uh, crab. Yeah. Now his recipe tells me that the crab I chose was wrong, so we're uh, already off to a bad start.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, and if this is the video, yeah, he actually he makes them as you go. Uh, love the groove. Is that him? Yeah. Yeah, he got the the greatest voice in rock and roll, in my opinion. And the recipe is on the the video thus far for people that aren't watching.
2: Please join us and watch the video. Just go
0: to, to YouTube. You yep, see I bought cans, so I'm out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see? He tells you just accordingly, and of course the video just showing crab facts. Yeah, yeah. I'm learning a lot today. Yeah. And he even tells you what kind of crab meat to get. Yeah, don't yeah. get go don't. I think it's don't get lump. It won't stick together.
2: Yeah. That's what's good about them. Yeah. I mean, it's good music and you learn.
0: I love it, and it sounds like we're making one of my favorite meals. So. Yeah. I love authentic foods when I can, so I'm sure this is absolutely delicious.
2: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. That'd You're be human. the weirdest video to work on, though.
0: Is even tell you what kind of to get? Powdered mustard?
2: Yeah. I wonder if that opinion is controversial in the crowd. I cakes,
0: wonder too as do. well. Because now Blump is what I bought, and yeah. I, it worked fine for me. Yeah. But now too, I deep fried mine. He pan fries his. Okay.
2: Because you know there's got to be a crab's cake community out there. Oh yeah. That's for the to- real toxic fans. Oh are.
0: yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I know lobster rolls are a big thing too, because it, with the lobster roll up in New England, it's it's mayonnaise, celery, salt, celery, and, cra- and lobster, and that's it. Okay. But then there's people like, no, I put this. No, no, you're out.
2: I don't think I would do celery sal- I don't yeah. like celery.
0: I'm not a big fan, but I'll eat it in that. Pasta salad, things like that.
2: And again, I'm not sure if I'm allergic to celery or just don't like it.
0: But anyway, yeah, that's hot bottom feeder. It's nothing but a crab cake recipe. So yeah, again, one of my favorite bands making one of my favorite foods with a great groove.
2: We need to see how many views this has, and then like a month from now check it back and see the power of your audience. <laughs>
0: wow, that would be great. Well, we're gonna demonstrate the power of the audience tonight because I have had an idea for a while that I'm gonna kick off the Deadbeat Radio campaign, and I, I think you're the perfect person to kick it off with because you one I will appreciate it as much as anybody. Two you actually have quite the social media presence um, and have, have achieved a small level of social media fame, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. So I that's one of the things I wanted to talk about. And so you can help me with your power okay. if you can put this out there and do what you did for a, a national food chain, right? I don't know if you can talk about it. Was it uh, did we do didn't you do something against back and forth with a, a food chain? Oh, you're chain? talking about Hunter okay. Got it, got it. What, uh, what... Um, I did
2: the board panda, most of my stuff that catches big is like the... Board The call uh, center. The call, the call center, and we're yeah.
0: gonna, yeah, we're gonna get into the call center stuff, but I thought I thought a national chain had picked up one of your pieces and took it somewhere, um, but it may have been through the board panda. That may have been what I was thinking, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking you had got picked up, but here's what we're gonna do. We have decided that I think Debut Radio needs something super special at least once, and we have super special guests, but I think... This will be amazing because what I want to do is strive to get Bill Murray on the show. Ooh. Now, I know this came out of left field and feel like I just pulled some random out of my hairy ass, but hear me out.
2: I'm hearing you out.
0: Bill Murray, as anyone knows anything about him, is a very oddball, quirky, eccentric guy. Yep. He goes to shows. He buys every ticket right in front of people and then hands them out. He, go, he does all kinds of wacky shit. And here's what a lot of people don't know that I do. Now, it's not, you know, it's public knowledge, but it's still one of those things a lot of people know. He doesn't have an agent. Yeah. He only has a 1-800 number that you call and request him to come and do whatever it is you want to hire him to do. And I want to get that number. And I want to absolutely light that line up to get Deadbeat Radio. Because I think it's one of those wacky-ass things that he might just be like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? Why not? Yeah. And if we can just, you know, pepper him with calls, if we can get the number. So that's number one. Step okay. one in the campaign. We should
2: be able to Google that and find that. Well,
0: I'm, I'm assuming so, but I think it is one of those things that is a little bit. Um, you have to have some Google foo. I don't think okay. it's as much as just Bill Murray's phone number. I don't think you That'd can be Google amazing that. amazing. It is. I wouldn't be surprised. So, no. and, and keep in mind, I've not looked this up. I'm just very familiar. Uh, it's very kind of again one of those well known things that that's how he works. Um, there was yeah. a documentary on Netflix all yep. about it, and it talked about it. Have yeah. you seen it? I haven't
2: seen it, but I know of it.
0: It's good, and they yeah. talk about it. He's like, I just I called the shit out of the number, <laughs> yeah. and so that's what I want us to do. We want to get that because he mentions it. Then you know, I had it was hard to get the number, but I did. I did a little digging and found it. Okay. So he he implied to me it took a little work, but yeah. obviously wasn't impossible.
2: But it's not in the movie at
0: all. No, he okay. does not give it out. I was hoping that's one yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He doesn't give it out. No. So you gotta like
1: yeah, do some searching. Yeah.
0: So, but apparently it is available, and so okay. um, we we've made some new contacts um, with Outlander Media, so we're hoping some of those will pay off. We who knows who listened to this? Maybe yeah. somebody will spread this to somebody who knows. But that's my goal: is to get Bill Murray on Deadbeat Radio.
2: Yeah, and it can't be worse than him doing Garfield so. uh,
0: that's probably correct so again that's our new goal we're gonna yep. we're gonna we're gonna work on that and make that a, a thing to strive for because um, nice. oh, like I've it. got amazing guests but I think that's one that will definitely um, uh, make everybody go what? You, you did who? yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah I did I did. I caddyshacked to the podcast.
2: And if he comes on, you have to show him that crab cake video.
0: I think because he's from up that way, right? Aren't? Isn't that? Isn't his family I think from? It's maybe. I think they're from somewhere in that New England area. Yeah. But uh, uh, I love the actually that whole family's funny. Doyle, uh, uh, his older brother, Doyle. Oh, yeah. Dol- and then oh, okay. um, I never
2: put the connection there.
0: Yeah, Doyle Murray from okay. um, um, National Lampoon's Christmas yep. Vacation, um, and also Joel Murray, his younger brother. Um, um
2: mystery science
0: no um he was on darman greg for a while I never um he, uh, i know him mainly from one crazy summer okay no. um it's a movie that i absolutely love you would he, he's one of those faces that you would know if you saw it he's, okay um, he's like one of
2: those guys that's oh they been all in everything look the same, same. yeah they him. all look yeah, the
0: yeah, same yeah. i think he's in uh, uh i'll actually oh was terry gonna go for it yes. i was going to but joel murray we're 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 uh, i follow him on facebook um we don't whip Terry too much into shape. That's him. You, oh, you've you seen him in something. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 that's Bill Murray's younger brother, Joel. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then Doyle Murphy, again, like I said, is everything. Got he's got rosy there. red cheeks. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. He, I think he's funny. I think he's yeah, just yeah, hilariously yeah, yeah. Yeah. funny. And I can't. He, he's one of those actors, again, where you go, yeah, you've, he's been in. Um, And then you, you, you remember, like, the two things you know. Yeah. But uh, you can't think of any. And then he pops up in a bajillion things.
2: Yeah. But that's awesome that Bill Murray. Yeah all three that. of them but are you hilarious see a lot with like especially some of the people from snl once they stopped doing it they've like became a little bitter like chevy chase yeah yeah um it's cool that well he, the
0: two of them apparently hated each other
2: yeah 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 i can see that um but like uh that bill murray is just having fun you know doing what he wants
0: now he doesn't take it seriously no which there's a fine line if you have to take it seriously to be able to do it to a point but you can't yeah. take the the extra the 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 silliness that stuff um too seriously, you got to watch that. But yeah, from apparently everything I've I've seen in like Caddyshack documentaries, they hate each other, refuse to be on screen. They had to film the one screen in the scene in Caddyshack together, and and everybody was like, they're not going to do it, they're not yeah. going to do it, and they they finally like went in, were professional, did their thing, and then never spoke to each other again. Um, no. I, I'm not a huge Saturday Night Live fan. I, I just do you, are you into it? Is that is that one of your mm, pop culture areas? Not
2: no, not really. I mean, uh, of course, like growing up, my my favorite era was like the Phil Hartman. Um, Dana Carvey, that era. Um, Every now and then now I'll see like one or two sketches because they'll show up on YouTube. But sitting there and watching a full 90-minute. I can't. I think the problem is that format has is old. Yeah. And they stick with it. If you do a 10-minute sketch and the joke's been played like two minutes into and you're just repeating it over and over again, it's annoying. Or if you do 10 minutes just for one joke at the end and the payoff isn't really there. It's just yeah. I like the a, digital
0: shorts. Yeah, and again, you know, like the the musical yes, Sometimes you can get some awesome performances. Yeah. Um, I I'm not a huge fan of sketch comedy in general. It's just not my forte. I don't like improv and sketch comedy. Kind of teeters that line more than just like stand up. Yeah. Um, but I always make exceptions for certain people. There's certain people on sketch comedy shows, or again, okay. I see a sketch that I'm like that's hilarious yeah 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 um but like um taron whatever his name is it was doing a weekend update i think he's hilarious you know so i see people as a new crew there's always going to be the andy sandbergs and you know the the people from whatever generation that stand out yeah and i'll catch a sketch on youtube that's about it yeah um that i'm just cracking up um i love bill Hader.
2: oh have you seen barry i've not
0: it's showtime It's hbo Okay, I was thinking it was playing on Hulu, but it may not be. I see a lot of commercials. No, for d- it. You,
2: you're probably right because Hulu has where you can um, pay to get the, to HBO, get the HBO, upgrade. HBO. Okay, yeah. I, we don't have that, but I want to
0: see it. It looks really good.
2: Very is excellent. I feel like it feels like a Cohen Brothers mm-hmm. movie.
0: I'm in already.
2: Yeah, and Bill Hader usually uh, writes every episode. Oh, really? Um, Henry the,
0: Winkler too, who yeah, I love.
2: Yeah, the episode Sunday Night was. So Amazing. if I'm not mistaken,
0: he plays a hitman. Yeah. Who goes to this theater group, right? Yeah.
2: So he's like, um, he's been discharged from the from the military. Okay. And Steven Root's character kind of snatches him up, and he's become a hitman. Okay. So he's in L.A. to kill this guy. He's chasing him and finds that he's in a like a um like an acting group, right? Uh huh. And then Barry decides he doesn't want to kill anymore, and this is what he wants to do now is become an actor. Nice. He's not a great actor, but he's a great. Uh, right man and he just keeps getting messed up can't in, like get out all of the, the different kind of things mafias keep popping and stuff up. like okay. that but it's um it's hysterical it's super dark you um, know what it actually
0: sounds like to me what's that gross point blank
2: kind of like that it has kind of like that vibe
0: and i uh, w- imagine if the coen brothers remade yeah. gross point blank that's what yeah. it sounds like to me which yeah. i love gross point blank yeah i'm a huge John Cusack fan and gross point blank is one of my absolute favorite
2: but but it's fantastic it's bill hader and usually the episodes are directed by the um i don't know his name but he directs a lot of the episodes of Atlanta.
0: Okay. I've never watched that at all. I never, I've never watched Atlanta. Is, that's, that's the Donald show. Glover show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's I decent, but it's a. I love Donald Glover, but it's,
2: uh It can be trippy sometimes.
0: I, uh, I like Donald Glover, but a lot of those things, I just. Lindsay and I have so much so many shows we watch together yeah 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 Same. and one of the problems is with having you know somebody you watch things with she's there through the day when I'm not mm-hmm. so she can watch stuff on her own and she has stuff that she's like you're not gonna like this I'm gonna watch it great but then when we have time together we watch just the shows that we watch Okay. and then there is always that moment if I found something new do I see stay watching it by myself or do i have to wait and introduce it to oh, you? oh so, yeah yeah and then when we do get together it's like well we don't have a lot of time together let's catch up on our shows and we've fallen behind on so much we've we started so many shows that we love some we got sick of and changed but like gotham and and flash and arrow we've stopped watching those just because we got behind and yeah. it was like especially those that were connected it's like all right i gotta watch this mm-hmm. week's flash and then next week's arrow and then i gotta watch the week after that's arrow and then flash because they tie to get we just got so confused and lost, and so yep. there was a lot of stuff we stopped watching, um, just out of exhaustion.
2: I think the network model is not good anymore. Mm-hmm. Like when I was a kid, I loved 22 23 episodes a year, and I'll get frustrated. HBO only gave me eight episodes of Oz, mm-hmm. but now I prefer those like 10 Mini 13 episodes because it's tighter, it's less fat, there's yeah. less filler episodes, right. and it's less a commitment. Because, like, if you watch, like you said, The Flash or Arrow. It's a 24-episode season. Um,
0: Which tie to another show that you've got to watch as well or it doesn't make sense.
2: And it's going to meander around the middle. The last three episodes will get really good because it's finishing the Mm -hmm. story. And that's why you go, oh, i got to watch next year now. And then next year, the same thing where it just, it's I hate it. I think 13 episodes is a sweet spot for me.
0: I think so too, especially um, to me. If you're gonna do twenty something episodes, thirty uh, minute comedy, okay, you can get away with that. Yeah. Something like the League, which I'm a huge fan of. Um, yeah, something I'm, like that. Yeah. I, you can get away with that. But if you're gonna do these these dramas, you gotta make them an hour. And again, give me you know ten episodes. Give me a good yeah. mini movie. Give me give me give me a series, and I'm down with that. And I just we got so behind then we started watching some other so we, we like a lot of sitcoms I'm a sitcom guy I still like it you know I still like the format you know um, and we're watching a lot of stuff that uh, you know again our throwbacks like the Goldbergs I don't know if you ever okay. watched it yeah I like it love it it's my childhood as okay. well as yours you know yeah. so Adam is me as a kid and I yeah. love seeing that um, and then we just started um, the guy who played Abraham on Walking Dead's new show The Kids Are All Right
2: I haven't watched that one yet.
0: It's good. It's wonder. That's a, it's
2: Abraham. Yeah. That's okay. Abraham. He okay. plays the dad.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the wife, I can't think of her name, from Howard Stern's Private Parts plays the mom. Okay. And um, it's a 70s take on the the, the husband, the kids. But yeah. it, it, it takes a comedy route, but almost more of a wonder years. Okay. It has the grown up voice, voiceover, you know, mom was wrong. I was going to go. It has that same Goldbergs, Wonder Years, um, Arrested Development, although yeah. with Not Arrested Development, it's not the character looking back, but um, has the voiceover speak and of one of the characters, and um, it's got a little more Wonder Years kind of seriousness. It's not so silly comedy, uh, yeah. but it's, it's great. And He plays the best grumpy dad. Um, he is fantastic in that role. So from Damn. Abraham to, you know, oh, uh, uh, the good times about his name james evans uh uh, so it's it's solid but it's really good it's good um i i just i don't know i can't do too much of uh the major dramas anymore i'm just not like we got into sopranos and game of Mm -hmm. thrones at one point in time and i just gave up on them there's a point where i was like i don't care anymore
2: yeah see for me it's hard for me to get started if i do a new show like a drama show yeah if it's fx or hbo i'll Stay with it, because I know also the network is going to stay with it. Mm -hmm. But, like, CBS, NBC, and all those, if they try to do their new, oh, The Next Lost, I'm not going to try, because they're going to cancel it within the first year, and then all that that you've watched is for nothing. They're too trigger-happy now, and a lot of times it doesn't seem like... They they still go with the Nielsen ratings, which is silly with today. (laughs) I mean, streaming, uh, people that... You know, selling it to Netflix—that stuff should come into because they're not compatible. R- yeah. Rating wise, it's it's rating In, apples and oranges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just uh, it, it's just ridiculous when i'm not going to get committed to a show and no it's not going to make it through a year
0: no i, I hate that too um Lindsay gets so pissed off because again she likes a lot of these british drama and horror stuff and yeah she's into that kind of stuff and she'll get into um a certain show and then find out there's only like two seasons she's like i don't even start it unless there's like three or more anymore she's like fuck it i just stopped yeah because we would get into a show john mulaney we got into mulaney i don't know if you ever watched it mm. when it was on no I loved John John as a comic. Um, the show wasn't terrible. It yeah. wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. Um, it was watchable, but it was a um, Seinfeld for millennials. Okay. I mean, that's what it was. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm a comedian trying to make it. Here's yeah. my New York apartment and my friends and my wacky adventures and my crazy neighbor. Seinfeld and they gave for millennials. no time to... No, and they, again, they they chose a path that was already dated. They were like, let's remake Seinfeld. Who's John Mulaney? That's perfect. Okay. It's like, shouldn't have done that.
2: Yeah, and you know Don't why mean. Seinfeld was big is because NBC gave it time. Yeah. That first year, if you ever watched that Sucks. first season, it's a mess. And everything's
0: different. Kramer's name isn't Kramer. Yeah, it's a Kessler mess. Kessler or something, I think. Yeah. George has a totally new dynamic. Even the actors, it's not the same parents. Um, yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Seinfeld or Mr. and Mrs. Costanza change. I think the Costanzas changed a couple times, or the Seinfeld changed a couple times.
2: before the. But it's the best, like, um, from season one to season two improvements since, like, uh, Parks and Rec did a really good job with like, basically kind of fine tuning everything in that second year.
0: People shit on Parks and Rec, but uh, as far as really? not no, well, the first season, what you just said, as far as, yeah. as shit on first season and say come around two, I liked it right away. See, I thought it was okay, and, but... and not not that I watched it when it was out. I I came into it later. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. watched it years later. Actually, I only watched it like this year, last year. So okay. I really only um, I, I I started binging and going through it. Um, only like this last year, so but I, I liked it even season one. I was right away. I was like, well, "See, you're okay. binging,
2: so you're getting through those episodes quickly."
0: I guess that may, may be yeah. part of it. Okay, that but may be part plus, of it.
2: Do you like to binge? I don't binge.
0: Um, I will typically I watch a couple episodes. At a, to me, that's a sitting. I will watch okay. three to maybe four episodes. I can't do it. Um, at a, at a time. Um, can't but do normally it. there are a few random things I will binge. Lindsay and I, I burnt through almost a whole season of Atypical on Netflix. In I love like a that day. show. It was great. It's such a good show. The first season, I was like, oh, I want to see this. And we sat there and watched every episode but the last one. And we purposely saved it. But we were like, you sure you don't want to go watch it? Yeah. And uh, I was like, no, it's 5 in the morning. Let's go to bed.
2: And I don't want to be mean, but I'm on the second season of Atypical right now. And it's taken me longer to get through it because her plastic surgery. Uh, is it Jennifer Jason Lee? Yeah, I did really it's notice that she had plastic surgery. It's very distracting to me. Really? It's weird. Her face is like handle.
0: Huh, I'll have weird. to go back and think. We, we watched yeah. season two and I liked it. So I like season one better. Um, but season two was good. Yeah. Um I like the changes they made, but I, I don't didn't recall her plastic oh, surgery because she used to be so good looking. Oh yeah, yeah. So cool. yep. Like if you go back to like fast times at Richmond High, Jennifer Jason Lee, ooh, yeah so good. I know she's like twelve and I totally just committed a crime probably, but I'm willing to take that chance. Okay. Um but yeah, Atypical's good. Um but for me no, I No, no,
2: you don't want to take that chance. That could hurt your chances of getting Bill Murray in here if you're
0: you know, he might agree with me. I guess I'm going to risk that dice that he might have yeah. been like, no, he's right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take because Bill seems like the kind of guy that would. That look would at like him. a 12 year old? <laughs> no, but would, would, would look back and go, she was hot. I okay, know she's underage, right. but yeah, she was hot.
2: At Deadbeat Radio, we do not think that Bill Murray likes 12 year olds. Uh,
0: you know, I'm not saying, yeah, we, we're we not saying anybody likes 12 year olds. No, no, no. Other than other 12 year olds. Yes. It's okay to want to fuck a 12 year old if you're 12. Are
2: 13? I would is even a say 11. Year old, I'd say
0: a one-year gap. Is I a
2: 13-year-old okay to want to have sex with a 12-year-old?
0: To want to, yes. Because a 13-year-old wants to have sex with the couch when nobody's around. That's so fair. your limitations of where you're cut off is definitely changed. We need to make a chart. Yeah. That's uh, why we
2: need that whiteboard in
0: Okay, here. okay. We, we we definitely can use that. Yes. But... Um, uh, yeah, I didn't notice that. I have to go back and look, but that is a yeah. good show. Very underrated. Oh, it's but-
2: very underrated. I'm surprised that Netflix has given you know stayed with it.
0: Yeah, I was worried, and I haven't heard anything about a season three. No, they mm. they announced it. They did announce three.
2: Yeah, yeah. They um they've been a little crazy lately because they just canceled Santa, Santa Clarita Diet. Dude,
0: Lindsay's so pissed. Oh, it She's sucks. She's furious. I couldn't get into it. I tried. She said, "Like I, I found one. I think you'll like it. We'll watch it together." I yeah. watched the first episode and I went, "You go, girl!" I okay. didn't hate it. I love yeah. the actors. I yeah. love Timothy Olyphant. So good. Um, Drew Barrymore is amazing. Yeah. Um, the guest actors I've seen come and go while I was just you it know getting ready. Doing. Yeah. Um, but I, I just I couldn't get into it too much. It wasn't my thing. I get it. But yeah. She worshipped it and was pissed. Yeah. So pissed uh, when I told her it had been canceled. She was like, "What?" Yep sorry babe i didn't have anything to do with it i'm just a messenger um but it looked like it should have been great um but yeah like i said i'm not a huge binger you know talk about binger, i know she'll do it sometimes because she has nothing better to do but sit around all day uh yeah. not nah, kid i joke no she, kids are <laughs> in school she's disabled uh-huh. so she doesn't work so yeah. she literally there are points of the day where she's just like i'm here i watched i gonna do my crafts while i do this or i write or i do things here while i watch shows go for it you watch all the have fun baby that's why we got netflix and Hulu. Um, and she stumbles across a few good things and she'll go through like a whole season in a day but for me usually again an episode or two maybe three to four if I'm because that's a movie's worth I can set for a movie I can watch four episodes and be like here's two hours spent of you know watching a sitcom I'm good so that's usually about my limit is is, is a movie's worth Mm. Um, you know we a few things we waited for uh, the last few seasons of Letter Kenny to come on Hulu Hulu, and we I burnt through a couple of those because I was Mm -hmm. super excited they dropped like three seasons in one day and I was like
2: I just finished the third season the other uh, night. It's, what do you think? I, I love absolutely it. love it. Yeah. I never really got into Trailer Park Boys. I don't either. Which I hope doesn't mean I'm going to kick off this network. No, I I don't um, like it either.
0: I don't like it at all.
2: Yeah. Um, but, but I do
0: feel a kindredship between the two shows that I can appreciate.
2: And not just because they're Canadian.
0: No, no. There's a um, the mockumentary, the Canadian mockumentary kind of aspect. Yeah. Um, and it's also the poor white trash kind of element. Um, the difference is it's Rednecks versus, you know, Trailer Park. It's Farm Boys. Yeah. To me, when I describe it to people, because still people are learning, and I, I caught on with the internet shorts. Okay. Um, And that, I've seen them just randomly, don't know where, and fell in love. And i like, these guys are hilarious. And then found out it was a TV show, and then was it came on Hulu, and I was so excited. um, But the – um. the the way I typically describe it is it's it's King of the Hill meets Trailer Park Boys oh yeah yeah that's a good description because it's like imagine if you took the characters from King of the Hill's world and filmed them like you filmed Trailer Park Boys Mm -hmm. um and I love Canadian humor anyway I've always been a fan of Canadian humor SCTV Kids in the Hall I like Canadian humor in general um again i don't like sketch comedy but i like canadian sketch comedy um and those guys the john candies and those guys all have such a, a great humor when i was a kid and you you do canadian comedy was it yeah i mean that's changed a lot now um it doesn't seem to be so prevalent but like every comedic actor out there at that time was canadian you know jim carrey for the later years jim but anyway um and then again you had the john Candy's, you had the michael j foxes you had you know uh, martin short and all of these guys C- canada was the, the 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 mecca of comedy for a long time
2: lauren michaels
0: oh yeah i forget he's canadian because that's why yeah. he you know hooked up with again the kids in the hall and stuff but um in a lot of saturday night live again we're canadians for i guess filtered through his also yeah. canadian um but i like can- canadian humor in general and letter kenny just hit me um, I think the first one was the, them yelling at the Jersey, or Jonesy and Riley in the driveway, you know, where they're picking a fight, and I, I like the fast dialogue.
2: Yeah, hey, it's so, I, I don't know how they get through that. It's so quick. Wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um, and it's, it's one of those things that I love, because I'm a fast, even my comics I like, Greg Giraldo, George Carlin, yeah. I like that fast, machine yep. gunny punchline. And I know the joke's always been Gilmore Girls, apparently, like, we did a lot of that. I never yeah. watched it, but apparently they were super big for the fast Oh, it was dialogue. crazy,
2: like, just how fast it would go.
0: Well, I did see a thing on that once. It was because they wrote so long an episode, they couldn't, that's how the only way they could squeeze it in. It wasn't meant to be a device, it was just the only way to squeeze in a lot of fucking dialogue. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I, I saw, um, what's the guy that was on that, that went on to,
2: oh, the dude from This Is Us?
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe Milo th- something. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Because I heroes is what I remember him from. Okay. And he was doing an interview, and they were talking about that how well you fit in with that, and he was like, "You just got to." He was like, "You got to learn that that's how it works." Yeah. And they were talking about why, and he said because they just wrote such long episodes.
2: Yeah, and she's moved that on to. Um, she has a new show now.
0: Laura Graham.
2: No, the um the lady who created the show. Oh, okay. I forgot what it's called, but you would kind of dig it because you're stand up. Uh-huh. Um, it's set in like the 1940s, 1950s. With oh, this housewife that starts shit. doing stand up,
0: marvelous Miss Mazel. Yep. Okay. Uh,
2: they got Lenny Bruce's in it. Okay. Lenny Bruce and her kind of have a kindred spirit at the beginning because she gets arrested for uh, public indecency. So it's set in real world. It's set in the real world. They use real comics. Oh. Um, she the 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 actress that plays her really good. Was with she her. a real like, person? Um, I don't know if she's a real person or not, um, but the show is is decent. So you may not like Gilmore Girls, but you may want
0: oh, to okay. try I that. I heard yeah. a lot about that. I just it was a, another one of those shows. Certain movies and shows, and I, I know you too are a pop culture um, filter that things come through that you don't care about. So you 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 inhale the knowledge and just you know filter it through your yeah, gills like and, and keep swimming. Yeah, um, and like for me, Avatar was that way. Okay. When Avatar was coming out, everybody was like, James Cameron's masterpiece. It's going to be the greatest movie I've ever made. Oh my God. And I was like, what's it about? This is going to be the most amazing CGI movie. You just, you just, <laughs> You're can dig I cannot wait. What's it about? He has spent so much money. What the living fuck is this uh-huh. goddamn movie about? And there came a point where I was like, fuck you. I don't care.
2: Oh, so you bet. You- I've never seen it. You never seen it? No, no I just didn't
0: care. It was one of those things where I, I kept like what is I don't I don't I don't get it so I don't care, fuck it, we'll move on. And there's certain shows that are that are like that and and not to that degree where it's shoved in my face, but um, I hear about and I'm like what's it about? And I never hear anything. That's one. I kept hearing yeah. the name thrown around yeah. and just praised unbelievably. But I never knew what it was about. Nobody mentioned because I love documentaries and um, biopics and things like that. I love that kind of stuff, and so I, I really would enjoy that.
2: Yeah, it's got a good cast. It's got the dude that was on Monk that played Monk,
0: Tony Shaloub. Yep, and we're sold. Got... We're done. I mean, I love Tony Shalhoub.
2: <laughs> and it's got um, she was on Mad TV, and she's the mother on Family Guy on Family Guy
0: oh uh, uh short yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, i can't think of her name but did she, miss swan did miss right yeah, yeah um, she's fantastic i can't think of her name too, either but yeah. i know who you're talking about kathy griffin no not kathy no, griffin no, not but kathy it's kathy griffin. something isn't it um no i
2: think it's look it up on. Google yeah
0: uh laura's uh yeah i'm thinking peter griffin but um i can't think of her name i can picture clear as day oh i'm thinking kathy and jimmy from king of the hill yeah that's yeah, what yeah, i was thinking yeah, yeah. that's not right and as soon what as you click her I don't know. She's done a few random things. I think it's Alex something. Alex Borstein. Yep. It's Alex Borstein. Okay. That's exactly right. <laughs> All right. Uh, we should Borstein.
2: be on password, dude. We do great. Yes.
0: Um. Uh. Alex Borstein. But yeah, Kathy and Jimmy. Um. I don't know what she's done. I she was in Rat Race. Uh. Okay. You know. Uh. It's Mary... been a minute. Terrible though. movie. I like it. Wait.
2: Is Rat Race the one where they're like, uh, there's just a bunch of them like big, not big name stars, but people you know, and they're like racing around the Seth world. Seth
0: Green and John yep. Lovitz and Whoopi Goldberg Ooh. and. Uh, you're not selling me on it. Uh, uh, I loved it. I, John Cleese. I like John Cleese. Um,
2: okay.
0: Mr. Bean. It's got uh, Mr. Oh, Bean yeah, it yeah. Mr. Bean yeah. in okay. it. yeah, it Mr. Bean That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, it had just a ton of people in it. I loved it, because okay. I like that kind of movie. I'm a Cannonball yeah. Run guy. I love Cannonball Run. So I love Cannonball Run. Um, I like the original version of Cannonball Run, which was the Gumball 3000. I don't know if you've ever seen that. No. It was the movie pre-Cannonball Run that started the whole cross-country race. Okay. So I could
2: start it, started, it bequeathed, like, uh Smoking the Bandit, too, I guess. Yeah,
0: yeah. But it, there was this whole genre of the specific chase movie, the race. Cannonball Run, again, we're all trying to get punched in Um, rat race was a a throwback to that where we're all trying to find something but there was like moonlight madness where this guy died in a bowl of chili and in his back pocket Mm. he had maps and so it had michael j fox in it um terry never gets my references so i was hoping for youtube but if you miss a few don't worry death race 2000 Um, no these are again like i said moonlight madness the gumball 3000 they were just these where people would be like go and they would different um typically the shtick is each vehicle has a different Character yeah, in. yeah, yeah. And the characters are all very unique. Like in Cannonball Run, you had the two hot chicks in the Ferrari. You get Terry Bradshaw and and, and Mel Tillis in their yep. redneck car. And so you have this unique dynamic between all these different characters, and that's the wacky aspect of it. Fucking Hanna-Barbera wacky races. Yeah,
2: exactly, yeah.
0: And there was a whole genre of these, and some good, some bad. Gumball 3000 was one of the first. And it had like Peter Fonda and a bunch of, because it's late 60s, I guess. Maybe early 70s, because most of the people in these kind of movies are has-beens by that point. Um, um, but Rat Race, I loved it. But I like that genre. I'm a cheese ball, so I was sold instantly. I was like, "Throwback to the race movies." Tell me in, because <laughs> I love the Cannonball Run. That's and, and Burt Reynolds stuff, like Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do prefer the Cannonball because I like all the wacky cars and I get you know, it. in the sequel, you get Tony Danza and a fucking orangutan. And so I, I'm in. You know, and, and to me too. When you look back now, I remember watching as a kid and I know I didn't catch half the references and Easter eggs of people in there. Just oh, yeah. the little cameos. And now you look back and you go, holy shit. <laughs> One of my favorite movies as a kid had Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Peter Fonda, Jackie Chan, Burt Randall. You know, it's like, oh my God. I didn't realize these things were so packed. Yeah. Um, but I love it. I love it. Um, and you know what? Um, I think this is a good time uh, we're, we're pretty packed with a ton of information and conversation and again we'll talk all day if we okay. don't let ourselves yeah. let's take a break um, let's take a pee grab a smoke do whatever we'll come back and I, I want to talk to you about your call center and your book coming up okay. um, but uh, Ryan Shipley dude what a fantastic guest you've been so far and I cannot wait to dig into the the next half of Debut Radio here on Outlander Media Network so uh, hang out we'll be right back guys Alien 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 Expo! Coming to the Knoxville Convention Center August 17th and 18th. Enjoy a full weekend of UFO and alien phenomena. There will be vendors, music, lectures, meet and greets, book signings, and more. Come in your best alien or cosplay costume for a chance to win cash. Go to alienxpo.com to grab your tickets now and get ready for the invasion. Yeah, you feel that? Mm-hmm. You do. That's the sound of the return to Deadbeat Radio. Second half of what is the most unfiltered, unbiased, unnecessary podcast in podcast history, Deadbeat Radio. Here today with Ryan Shipley, my friend, my pop culture geek, extraordinaire, kindred spirit, uh terry snow kicking some cult over there always good to be here lance it's always good to have you you make everything sound so sweet yeah no problem and either. it's uh, always fun to uh occasionally get you uh, out of your shell to say something which i always <laughs> appreciate i always appreciate sorry i'm too high i know it happens <laughs> it happens plus uh
1: this isn't one of those episodes where I come out of my shell. This you got is uh, where I sit and produce. <laughs> yeah,
0: and you got uh, you got the baby, so you're up all night. Your new schedule has shifted. Right. You've right. had a couple of months to to adjust. You uh, you should be in in the mode now, but that doesn't make it any easier. It just means I know what to do.
1: They're lucky they get anything out of me on half.
0: <laughs> right on, right on. Well, I'm glad we get at least something. But uh, we got the cult today, and I appreciate that. That was a, again, we're still toying with the music. I, I like that. Finding your new groove. Big fan of the cult. One of my favorite old school eighty bands. Uh, familiar at all, Terry? You,
1: Uh Yeah, a little bit. I know that song. That yeah. song is uh, very well known.
0: They actually came out of uh, a British, uh, like post-punk stuff, mm-hmm. like almost uh, new wave uh, and gothy stuff, like the Bauhaus. Uh, they they kind of come out of that uh, that era of Bauhaus, Joy Division, um, real mopey gothy uh, '80s new wave post-punk stuff, um, and then turned into this great metal. Doors, Led Zeppelin blend.
1: Right. It is very like a gothy hair metal. Yeah. It's it's, it's an interesting mix. It lost Boise.
0: Yes. Lost Boise. Lost Boise. Um, Do they
2: they have any uh, songs about recipes?
0: um, I do not know if they have songs about recipes. (laughs) Um, Not that I can think of. You know, they're all real uh, witchy uh, and and, and occultish. The goal, uh, they're originally called uh, Love Cult, I believe. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then they had to change the name because of some other reason. But, uh, yeah, I, I love it. He was singing for The Doors for a long time, actually. Oh, oh
2: really? right yeah. after Jim Morrison
0: passed? No, a long time after Jim Morrison passed. Okay, um, I'm not even sure he was born when Jim Morrison passed. Uh, he might have been. Anyway. Well,
2: yeah, because The Doors were 60s, right?
0: Yeah, and this would have been the 80s here, so he's probably in his 20s. So, yeah, he might have been alive then. Yeah. But um, when The Doors, did, they came out with uh, Doors of the 21st Century, mm-hmm. and they were doing the kind of the reunion tour. I think it, actually it started with vh one Storytellers. Okay. Where they have bands come on, and they would tell the story behind the famous songs and et cetera. And the Doors came out, but obviously Jim couldn't be there, so yeah. they had Scott Weiland. He was there in spirit. Exactly, they had Scott Weiland come out and do a song. They had different singers come out and do a song, and they and Ashbury come out and do a song. And they were just like, "Fuck it, that's our guy." And they went on tour after that. Yeah, um, and then I think the drummer sued him and wouldn't let him call. Um, themselves doors of the 21st century anymore or it wouldn't let them call them the doors maybe that's when they had to become really? they had to become the the d- uh, doors of the 21st century uh, yeah so, um, that's. Mm. but I, I love him. I think he's got a great voice they' guitar player I'm a big fan of uh, Billy Duffy yeah but uh, again I like 80s hair metal, so I'm okay. a cheese ball yeah I'm a big corn ball as you figured out
2: yeah um not too much for me um, a lot of my it's weird because you know I'm obviously like and my uh, childhood was in the 80s. Right. I've always considered myself more like a 90s kid. Really? Yeah, yeah I
0: could see that. Uh, I, I I bridge that gap too, you know, because I'm, again, the same age. So 90s are, I, I guess, 10, 10. Fourteen. I was fourteen in the nineties, so yeah. you know that's high school. That's really when you're thinking about yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, I but I had really stuck to hair metal when grunge came out. I was pretty pissed. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I was mad. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who are these mopey sweater wearing sons of bitches? And why? Why don't they want to be famous? I don't uh-huh. get it. I want to be famous yeah those they're, people like so i didn't get it
2: they're gonna be depressing biopics when they make movies about this. oh yeah it's oh, going be yeah. fun like the motley crew one there were yeah. a
0: few i see did you see that did you mm-hmm. see the what'd you think
2: um i loved it my roommate uh dave yeah um loves the kind of music that you like okay like he's i like him already he grew up you know he, he's black but right. he grew up like in um, new mexico so all okay. his family all his friends were white so he grew up with like their music, okay. like what they liked.
0: So he's a John Redcorn kind of situation.
2: I guess so. Um, but he loves like Molly Crew, he probably likes that. Oh yeah. And, um, I'm he a he huge white snake fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I love that shit. Yeah.
0: And I, I took on to a little bit of grunge. Okay. Um I liked some alternative. Like I, I, I enjoyed some of the, the Brit Pop Oasis and stuff that came yeah, out of the nineties. Yeah, yeah. I liked that. I took real early to Pearl Jam. I liked them right away. Mm-hmm. Because they were more hair medley than the Nirvanas and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I, I didn't like at the time Soundgarden or Alice in Chains, but I like them now. Yeah. Love Stone Temple Pilots. I mm-hmm. uh, was a big fan of STP and Pearl Jam right away. Those yeah. were the first two songs I was like, I like this. And I was hooked on those. But I still consider myself a hair metal guy. Okay. I liked, you know, again, leather pants and big spiked hair and chains and, and, and spiked bracelets. And, you know, I, I, I like that shit. I yeah. was into it big time. But The Dirt was great. Have you seen yeah. it, Terry? Oh, yes.
1: I loved it. I've watched yeah. it like three times.
0: Um, I loved the So as a, as a filmmaker, I am going to drag you out of your mm-hmm. Um, As a filmmaker, <clears throat> I loved um the the narrative device. What did you think of that, the way they... Like, it starts with, uh, I guess, Nicky Six is the first one. Mm-hmm. It's the Deadpool fourth break where he's telling the story um, and you, you come towards the, f- and then wait, each guy would pop in and be like, all right, now it's my turn. Yeah. And I loved the, like, that didn't actually happen. We wrote it this way for the movie because it's funnier, but that didn't happen. That guy, actually, he didn't. He doesn't end the movie. He existed, but we just melded him. So I loved that. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think of that kind of stuff? Um, I loved it. I thought it was great for the time.
1: I think like they used to do a lot of that stuff was introduced in the 80s, yeah. like going kind to of meta, breaking the fourth right, wall stuff. Right. So uh, I loved it. And like I said, I've watched it three times. Like,
0: the big one for me, and I, I will honestly say this, the, the, the I think the thing that gets you get more credit, is MJK, M- Machine Gun Kelly, as Tommy Lee. Yeah, he did a really good job. Holy fuck.
1: I, I yeah. Re- yeah, I really like the guy that played Nicky Six too, as well. Though. Yes, did they great. were all great. I yeah. think
0: that they all did great. Don't get me wrong. They were all excellent. Yeah. But Tommy Lee, and M- M- Machine Gun Kelly, who I like Machine Gun Kelly as a rapper. Are you familiar yeah. with him?
2: Yeah, I know one song by him.
0: Um, I like him. I like his style. He he did a thing with a beef with him, and him for a minute. Yeah, he was um, in Bird Box. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah, he's also in that oh, movie. I haven't seen that. Didn't know yeah. that. That's the Sondra Bullock blindfolded I thing. Yep. Yep. Haven't seen that. Okay, I may this this makes me want to check it out more. Because I <laughs> like him a lot. I like his music. Um he's funny. I've seen him in interviews. So but he became Tommy Lee. Like they have the same weird body, mm-hmm. that long skinny. Um when he's like running down the hall in his underwear, or when he's playing, or when they're coming down the hall and he jumps on their back. Um, I think. It should be in the the conversation with Jamie Fox as Ray, um, Val Kilmer as uh, uh, Jim Morrison, um, uh, Andy Kaufman as uh, or uh, Jim Carrey as Andy Kaufman. Those biopics where you're like, I forgot I was watching that person. I thought yeah. it was a documentary. Tommy Lee is that person in that movie by Machine Gun Kelly. You forget that's Machine, and I thought that was great. He should get so much more credit for that than he does.
2: Yeah, and Ramsey Bolton was good in that movie, too, as the... Uh, Nicky Six, yeah. yeah, or McMars. McMars, yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, I loved his just kind of droll, like, yeah. kids, fuck it, <laughs> you know, do it anyway. The guy who played Ozzy batted it out of the park. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know who that guy is, but he, was, he looked and sounded just like Ozzy. He nailed it uh and apparently mgk was like a big fan of tommy lee he's he's got a picture of
1: himself as a kid meeting tommy lee really yeah yeah so like, i didn't that, know that that's really why it was so he took
0: it so seriously it was like one of the oh, like he took it so seriously he, he was so they happy. have the same weird just super skinny long body it was perfect yeah, he's
2: I, charismatic because he was yes because well, he was tommy lee in that movie you're right i mean he was super charismatic so i think he's gonna go farther in like his acting yeah career. i hope yeah. so
0: um um do you watch um hot ones with sean evans the, the the Hot Wings interview show? No. It's great. Terry, you watch it at all? Uh, yeah, I've seen a few. It, I mean, it.
1: it's almost as big as Rogan at this yeah, point. So. Yeah, it's, huge. Yeah.
0: it's okay. huge. It really is a big thing. Um, and it's on the First We Feast, the network that does all kinds of food-based stuff okay. with, with comics and actors. But he does um, these interviews, and I didn't do this for you today. Uh, um, he, he has... Guests come in and they have hot sauce chicken wings, and the, the the hot sauce progressively gets hotter with each question. Okay, so you get t- oh. ten wings, and I couldn't do it. I'm a wiener. I can't do hot foods. Yeah, I could maybe eat the first one, um, two or three would probably hurt me. By the third one, I might lick it and then I'm out. I'm yeah. done. Um, but it gets into that like. Prank level, okay. this yeah, has yeah. to be, like, made with people in Brooks gloves. Pepper. Yeah. And okay. so they have – and they've had, like, big names. Scarlett Johansson, Jeff Goldblum. Really? Like, they've had big names. And they get, you know, newer people like Billie Eilish. And, again, like, Machine Gun mm-hmm. Kelly's been on there. Um, and they do this thing on the last wing called The Last Dab. And they take you have to take the last hottest sauce and you dab a little bit extra on the chicken wing. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Machine Gun Kelly is the one that invented that. They had him on, and he started it, and it became tradition. Okay. And it's because he's been on a couple times, and his episode's hilarious because he brings beer and he's just cussing. He's like, "Fuck huh. you, Sean. Fuck you, man. I come back. You do. Fuck you, man. You know. Fuck you." And he's like, "I hate you, boo. I hate. You. Yeah, I'm going to eat another wing. Would you ask me? Fuck <laughs> you." Um, and even then, y- you get a real charismatic okay um guest in an interview show in that kind of spirit and everything i've ever seen him in, he's fun and lively so that's awesome Um, but yeah i hope they do more of that rockumentary in that style and it's jeff tremaine who made it the jackass Jackass. yeah Yeah. um and so i mean great spirit behind it because i i jackass was stupid but it's a huge thing and it's a part of its time and I I mean I liked it I watched it too you know
2: it's gonna happen because like Straight out of Compton did really well
0: haven't seen that but I've heard Um, it's really good
2: Bohemian Rhapsody
0: I'm still waiting for that hit Netflix it's super good have you seen it yeah is it good it's good
2: Uh. um you know the Montley Crue did good for yeah. Netflix yeah. and I think in like sometime in May an Elton John one Rocket um, Man with, yeah. Yeah, yeah Rocket Man yeah, I a, saw that from um, Kingsman
0: mm-hmm. oh is that who that is okay. which I think is interesting yeah. I
2: wonder if he kind of spoke to Elton Daring the filming of Kingsman too. I haven't seen the oh, Kingsman yeah. 2 but I knew he's in that I yeah. know he's
0: in that uh, I really want to see Bohemian Rhapsody I'm a huge Queen fan okay and so I'm dying to see it and Romney Malik was amazing again I I can already tell you that he's he's killed it but for me the one who really again gets no credit is the guy playing Brian May he he was um, like what these are the clips I've seen
2: yeah
0: he has Brian's look down pat he Brian has a very special way of speaking as somebody who studies accents for impressions and stuff um Brian has a very um, laid-back sort of way of speaking. Mm. It's very more proper um, compared to a lot of the others. If you listen, it's um, it's not as forward, uh, and it, it's it's almost uh, almost a Welsh um, sort of thing. And soft spoken, he's very soft spoken. Brian May, if you ever listen to an interview, it's NPR, British radio. It's that voice.
2: Can we get him on the show? Um,
0: I'm, I, I hope so. Let's try we'll before try. he dies. Nice. Um, and um, that guy nailed it. Just was yeah. amazing. Uh, so I'm eager to see it because I, I love Queen. I'm a huge Queen fan.
2: Yeah. So yeah, um, it's a good movie, and obviously the soundtrack is incredible. Yeah. And Rami Malek, I mean, Mr. Robot.
0: I've never watched that. Is it that good? So good. I liked Romney from what I've seen in that, um, and I really want to see his uh, remake of Papillon. Oh, the,
2: yeah, with um, the dude
0: from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, 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 which I, I don't like Sons of Anarchy, but I like that actor. I think he's good.
1: He's also the new Bond villain. Uh, oh, Romney yeah. Malik. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Yep. <laughs> is that going to be the one with Adis Elba, or is that mm-hmm. Craig Dan- or it's Craig's it's last it's one? Daniel Craig's last okay. one. He always says it's his last one. Well, yeah, yeah It's yeah. His yeah. maybe last one. I'm he does have to hold out for more money. I would. Oh, yeah. I would. Do that I, too. would. Um, <laughs> I. You know what? Here's, here's the funny thing. Are you, are you a James Bond fan?
2: I. They're okay. Okay. I like so, the newer ones better than the older ones.
0: Well, I've never. I had never seen one for a long time, and I kept thinking. I was like, I should. That seems like something I would like. Like mm-hmm. I don't know why. On paper, we match. I don't know why I'm not a fan. Yeah, and I think it was because I grew up in the late Roger Moore era. Okay, so it's not a good time to start. Oh no, you have to already be a fan. Again, imagine starting with the prequels. Yeah, you know, you got to already be a fan, and you got to roll into that. And what I have determined um, after watching, and I'll I'll tell you that was story, But after watching, Roger Moore gets a, a lot of shit, but he's a great James Bond in shitty James Bond movies. Okay, and that's what it is. Roger Moore is a great James Bond. In shitty James Bond movies,
2: yeah, I think Timothy Dalton was probably the worst Bond, but he's done some really good stuff in his later career. Like Penny Dreadful was really good. Yeah. Um, the Doom Patrol show Hot was Fuzz. good. Yeah.
0: See, I haven't watched Doom Patrol. You, know, I'll, I'll have to tell about that. Yeah. Um, but I had, like I said, never seen a Bond video, never seen a Bond movie. I, I grew up in a, a View to a Kill. That was my first one, and I remember watching Added as a kid, and being like meh. meh. I, I got somehow I got on this Ernst Blowfield kick. I really just got fascinated with Blowfield. Okay. And Spectre. And that the you know, the <laughs> whole Doctor <laughs> Claw that, that that that's what yeah. really got me. And I was like, I'm gonna watch these. And a friend of mine lent me every James Bond all the way up to Casino Royale. So it was all the way through the very last Pierce Brosnan. He was like, Here you go. And I sit and watched everyone in chronological order with the making of documentary as well in between them i would watch Mm -hmm. the movie watch the documentary and again i would binge a couple movies in a night so i i literally got a great view of them in 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 time-lapse footage because in about three weeks i'd watched them all yeah and so and i watched them in chronological order so i got to watch even the great ones fade i got to and so i I got to see the lost uh uh, majesty secret service that nobody ever talks about and george Lazenby who's great um And so you find out that he's, you know, he got shit on because he used a dubbed voice. Well, because he was Australian. Nobody would have cared. James Bond could be Australian. Nobody would. Americans would never give a shit.
2: Kevin Costner was an American Robin Hood.
0: Exactly. Um, So, uh, but at least an Australian would have been close. We wouldn't have been able to tell the difference. Yeah. So um, he was great. Um, Connery's good. Daniel Craig's my favorite. Yeah. Um, I thought Daniel Craig was amazing. He's my favorite. That era is fantastic. But what it was missing by that point, and I'm behind a few. I haven't seen uh, anything past Casino Royale. That's the last one I got to see. Um, and I love the fact they were they were back, and, and I, I like his style. But I missed the Spectre. And I know they've brought it back, but it's not as good. I, I think the villains um, stopped being as good for a long time. Yeah, I like the over comic book villains. Okay. Jaws and Blowfield. And, <laughs> um, you know, I like that stuff. I think it was over-the-top and silly. And, you know, Robert Shaw um, in, I guess it's from Russia with Love, where he fights him yeah. on the train.
2: They kind of did that with Batista and... I don't know which one. Batista. Seen him, Quantum but of Solace? I think it was that one. You See, have seen that kind of but... started fitting him as kind of like an odd job, okay, Jaws type character. That works. I
0: like that. I like that. Um, and I, 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 the only one, again, I haven't seen Doctor no, or not Doctor No, but um, uh, Never Say Never Again. The the one not made by the E and K, uh, the, yeah. the 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 Ion is it Ion the Ion Corporation. Yeah. Um, but I like I like Craig a lot. He's my favorite so far. And here's the thing for me: James Bond's a spy, right? We all know that. We forget a spy is a soldier. I have to picture you at boot camp doing push-ups in the mud, and that for a lot of James Bonds, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I can picture Connery in the military in the '60s. You know, okay, Roger Moore maybe not so much. A little I can picture. A little he's got kind of that yeah. tough. Um, Timothy Dalton I struggle there again. He's he's got some good points, but I, I struggle to see him in the military. George Lazenby I could totally see him in the military, um, and again uh, Pierce Brosnan. I can't see him in the military so much, but he does nail that smooth, big pimp in James Park, the James Bond side. Yep. And now Idris Elba is going to take over from what I hear.
2: Well, uh,
0: have, have you heard that, that that's official? It's
2: always been like rumor.
1: Yeah, it's a big <laughs> rumor for years, but I feel it's like a few years too late. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. a little older. Well, oh, yeah. yeah. I think Idris Elba like five years ago. Well, been, I mean, Sean it. Connery
0: did another one at like, 60. Well,
2: they don't want them to start them that old, mm-hmm. though, because they usually are thinking, hey, you're going to do like two or three that's of these. That's true. That's mm-hmm.
0: true. Yeah. Um, That's true. Um, I would like to have seen like a Jason Statham. I love Statham. I don't know if he could have been pimp enough. He'd have to wear a wig. But Connery wore a wig. Yeah. Uh, Connery wore a hairpiece. So. And well, Statham has worn a couple
1: hairpieces in a couple movies. Yeah. So.
0: I mean, But yeah, I'm a huge Jason Statham fan, so okay. I'll, I'll vote for him for anything. He's,
1: he's actually fighting Idris Elba in that uh, Hobson and Shaw yes. uh, spinoff
0: so what is that it i've just never seen incredible i've never seen any of the fanta the fast and furious movies it's a
1: spinoff of the fast and furious movies okay. and it's the rock and jason statham versus Edge Selba, and that's all you need to know okay, <laughs> my, okay.
2: The, my favorite scene ever in the fast and the furious um. movies is the rock's been injured he fell out of a building he's got a cast right and he looks out the window and he sees that dom and the family need his help right and he stands up, and they're going, it's going to take us hours to cut that cast off. And he flexes, <laughs> and it, it busts explodes. Off. <laughs> yes. And oh. you're sitting there going, yes, this is a good movie. <laughs> yeah, around after when Vin Diesel came back, um, they just have gone all out with them now. They're, mm. they're fun movies, which is the They've one that's admitted- like a heist film
0: uh they've admitted what they are basically they've yeah. leaned into the curve okay i've they're, never seen any of them i've never
1: watched them they're wonderful it's just okay. a-list actors and explosions okay. And
2: okay, the best part is they always talk about how their family and then S- jason Statham's character kills the asian dude and they've yeah. all like just basically forgiven him
0: that's the the, the post-credit scenes after tokyo drift right yes yeah. Uh, Okay. yeah
1: after yeah because they uh first they fight his brother right who is uh played by uh Oh, I forget that guy's name. Evan? No. Uh, Ewan McGregor? No. Evan. No. 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 I forget the guy who played uh, the
2: new Dracula.
1: I forget oh, his name. Oh, Gary Oldman. Um, Luke. Something. Luke. New yeah. Dracula. <laughs> We're gonna look it up. Yeah, um yeah.
2: But no. But it's great because after they keep going, you find out Tokyo Drift is set in the future, because Fast and the Furious four, five, and I believe six, hmm. the dude is alive and kicking, okay. and then he dies and. Six or seven.
0: Okay, I knew that. I knew that Tokyo Drift. Just because, again, I filter pop culture whether I yeah, keep yeah, up or yeah. not. I knew Tokyo Drift was set at a time I thought it was prequel. So it's actually, um, uh, it's a Star Wars thing where you you have to do this one, this one, then this one, this yes. one, and then okay.
2: Because in the um, I respect that. scene I respect of that. Tokyo Drift. Dom shows up. This is after Vin uh, he, he Diesel has... He hits him in a
0: race. The, race the reason I say that, literally just last night, I watched... Um, again, I love countdowns, as you're going to find out as we get to the five to drive later. I'm but excited. I think you will be. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, not everybody does, but I think you will. Um, but anyway... Oh, okay. I know this guy. He was in uh, The Hobbit.
1: Yeah, Luke Evans. Luke yeah, Evans. I said was,
0: Evan. You said Luke. We were yeah, close. Yeah, but we should he, be on Password. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 was, uh, he was in The Hobbit, right? Uh, yeah, he okay, was in The Hobbit yeah. movies. Um, but anywho, uh, uh, I was watching the thing last night, this countdown that was... Um, Top ten post-credit scenes that led to something amazing, mm-hmm. and like to give you a reference, it was Watch Mojo for anybody that wants to watch okay. it. I'm, I'm I'm a fan, so it might have been Watch Culture. I love them both, but anywho, Oh, it was Watch Culture because in the post-credit scene to the video, they took a stab at Watch Mojo. So there we oh, go. Oh, nice. It's it did. I like them both. Pew so, pew. Uh, uh, but like to give an example when Thanos says, "Fine, I'll do this myself," and gets the empty Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Huge post credit scene led to the Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and they weren't all Marvel movies, but for again, a, a, a space, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, spec to see how, how kind of they rated things. Number one was, um, Samuel L. Jackson, we need to talk about the Avengers oh, yeah, yeah. Initiative. Mm-hmm, okay. Led to something awesome. But on there, and I didn't get the reference per se, but I, I, I understood in context was, um, the tokyo drift but I, I didn't catch if it was a reference to tokyo drift or was the post credit for tokyo drift where jason statham the the guy in the movie wrecked and you don't know it's statham till the post credits you just know the guy wrecked or gets killed right
1: yeah it's like the post credits for six i think okay. fast six maybe and uh yeah like so the the villain in that is luke evans right and that's jason statham's brother okay and then you find out tokyo drift was in the future it's halfway through the fast and furious God. movies okay and, they bring it. They bring it all back around and tie it all nice. in. I like. It. I may have to go cool. back and check those
0: out yeah. then. And they actually
2: sent Paul Walker off kind of classy the way they.
0: Yeah, did. I knew that was a big part of it. They uh, they subbed his brother in to finish some scenes. Yeah, and honestly,
1: yeah. I did, you can't really even no. tell. Really? Yeah, I, I'm sure they CGI'd it a little bit, but it was great. Yeah, better than
0: Aaliyah and Queen of the Damned. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I may have to go back and check them out. I again, I love Statham. I'm a huge fan of the guy. Richie early stuff, um, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, Snatch. Um, I just watched Snatch again recently. And I love it. Um nice. I love the Meg. I don't care what anybody says. I thought it was fun. Um, I
1: saw it. it was pretty good. I'm gonna have to watch not it again. seen it yet.
0: It's cheesy, uh, but yeah, it's yeah. not it's not Sharknado cheesy. Okay? okay. Um and I love cheese. I'm a yeah. big fan of B movies and I love the Sharknadoes and Zombievers and you know, <laughs> all that stupid shit. Um Yeah, Zombievers was great. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> yeah, it's um, solid film. But um they, uh, they, they, it's cheesy, but not in that way. And, and it's clearly a Jaws. It's, it's Jaws, almost to yeah, the yeah, point. Yeah. Um, and there's certain scenes like huge beach full of people, shadow in between waves coming, people running, parents screaming. Mm-hmm. It's verbatim. Um, it's pretty predictable. Uh, I'd read the book. Uh, I've read the first two books. <laughs> Wait, what? The book, uh, the Meg, uh, the the it, it's actually just so when you Meg. say
2: the trilogy, you mean the Meg books? Yeah,
0: okay. yeah, no, they were very popular. They
1: got pretty they're, popular. They're they really them. good. Um,
0: they're really? really good. Yeah, it's I... it's the book for for again uh, reference is more Jurassic Park, less okay. Jaws. Mm-hmm. Okay. It plays more like Jurassic Park. Huh. Um, the the book was way better. Not to be that nerd, but it was very different. They took out a lot mm-hmm. um, and, and changed quite a bit of things. There's a whole affair between the ex-wife and the best friend of, of what become the Jason Statham character. It's um, some crazy shit. But um, the I think the science behind it was cooler in the book. Okay. Um, but it, it it wasn't. It was still fun. It was a fun farce. I knew what I was expecting. Um, it was still cool to see. Um, but and when they announced Statham, I was like, yep i'm, in. Okay. I'm in. perfect yep that's perfect um but like in the, the the book the way they brought the meg up was was better i think i had a better um uh, uh, uh again the, the jurassic park science where you're like i don't know if that's real but it sounds, it sounds. I'll buy great. My moron ass was. Yeah. I I don't know Joe if you know this, but I'm a little retarded. Um. <laughs> I got excited
2: though when you first started, started talking about that because mm-hmm. when you said the affair, I was like, oh my god, does the Meg have an affair with Jason Stratum and his, and his no, wife? No, no,
0: no, But uh, the Meg does. <laughs> how um, does that work? The Meg does lay. Uh, does have babies? Oh, uh, uh-huh. there are there are there are Meg cubs in uh or pups in the mm-hmm. uh, in the book. So that's how we get to Meg two and three and okay. I think four or five. They do um,
1: they do it in the movie as well. I think right and no, no oh, spouses in the movie yeah, the, yeah and
0: that's okay, that's, yeah. that's that's how it worked in the book too but in this in the book they went down for a corlossa same in the, mm-hmm. the movie um, worked the same and is there the, the difference is they explained a little more in the, the 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 book in the movie they had some hydrogen carbon layer that it couldn't pass mm-hmm. in the in the book what they said was hey here's how it works the sun heats the top layer of water and i'm like okay there's a layer down where the sun no longer heats it's cold mm-hmm. so far more on board there's a layer that's hot by the crust that is heated from the Earth's core. Mm. I'm in. I don't know how real this is, but it sounds hundred percent true yeah. to my stupid ass, right? right. Yep. The thing is, the Megalodon was real. We all know that. It roamed around. It lost food source, so it went down, couldn't come back up. It can't get past the cold layer, oh. so it's trapped in the the the, the cold layer at the, or the warm layer at the bottom with giant squid and things like that. Okay. Um, and that's the theory. Again, don't know if it's real. So far I'm on board. Sounds good to me, right? <laughs>
2: That's why some people who live in New Mexico can never make it into Minnesota because they hit that cold and they're like, This is too cold. Maybe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it works apparently in prehistoric sharks too. Okay. Um, and they say that again there were the things get bigger down there, obviously, so they do because they don't have as many predators. So again, yeah. animals get bigger. So a monster like a megalodon could feed and sustain itself and we would just never see it. Again, so far on board, they go down to get the sub. As they're pulling it up, they get attacked by the Megalodon, just very similar to the movie, Um, and the Megalodon gets tangled up in the um, cable reeling it up. Again, I I don't know, but this sounds good. As they reel it up, it's bleeding like crazy. The female passes through the warm blood shedding from the male as like a a warm water bath (laughs) to break through the cold layer. Again... I don't know how Damn. true this is, but it seemed in that Jurassic Park science like yeah. we took amber, we took a mosquito, and the mosquito had blood, had DNA, we took it, we put it with some frog DNA, boom, dinosaurs. Dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. I, I I'm going to I'm on board right I yeah. suspend disbelief. Okay. And that's how the book told it. And so it gets up here and then it has pups and goes nuts and so it was like, "Okay, okay. cool." So I like that story better than um it just uh it it in this the, the sub as the sub comes up, it just breaks. They have this little crazy predator three-color radar that shows the sub breaking the pff, breaking the seal and the, the shark escapes and I was like I didn't like that as well mm. I thought the blood and the warmth was far yeah. more scientifically plausible okay for lack of a better term um, but it was like I said they were fun they were fun books they're a romp so again okay. if you like a good Jaws movie yeah um, it's not Sharknado cheesy but it's definitely not Jaws Jaws. Spielberg classic okay. so somewhere in the middle
2: I think you um, have the first book for your deadbeat uh, book club yeah mm-hmm. the yeah.
0: <laughs> deadbeat book club I oh, know <laughs> I hadn't thought of that yeah. um, why should Oprah have all the fun yeah that's good okay maybe maybe a books on tape club nice well actually i do like books on tape i do too that's That's all i went to the harry (laughs) potter so me too me too um jim dale
2: Dale is so good
0: yes jim dale (laughs) um i actually did another series and he narrated them and i couldn't get harry potter out of my head because it sounded like harry potter to me the iron heart series um harry potter audiobooks are expensive um like if you buy the physical copies i i plugged them up one time at mckay's just to to see what it it was like 400 bucks to buy them all Really? It's ridiculous. Like cassette or the CDs? Like, I guess it was CDs at the time. Okay. Cause I couldn't get them all on cassette, but I found the CDs, and it was, it was like 400 bucks That's even insane. for use. They get more expensive as they go because they're bigger. Yeah. But my assistant manager at a job I worked at bought a computer at a pawn shop, and lo and behold, in the hard drive nice. were all seven audio Life finds a way. And so for about 40 bucks in uh, blank CDs, I now own all the Harry Potter audiobooks. books. Nice. Yeah. But that
2: corporates that actually brings
0: me yeah to a new uh, subject that I think is uh, somewhere where we wanted to be before. Okay, we never get the five to five. Yeah, books and you're working on a book. Yeah, correct.
2: Yep. So um, so I've always wanted to do something in comedy. Okay,
0: Um, because you did stand up when I met you. Yeah, yeah. You don't do it too much anymore, but I I uh,
2: did stand up. Okay. Um, I went out, did it like a few times. I think I did well. Um, I actually had a paying gig like during my brief time. Then that
0: makes you a professional comedian.
2: Nice. But it was just one of those things where with my mind being what it was, it was just hard uh, to do. Every time I would say, I'm going to go to this uh, open mic, um, it was like a dead man walking for like the next two weeks. I kept thinking, I have 10 days before I have to do this. Um, It was horrible for me. So I kind of bowed out of that. But I still kind of want to do something in comedy. Hint and good your online thing,
0: presence because you can do that same joke writing, but without the crowd.
2: Exactly, and you can kind of see like you can put stuff on, immature um, or Reddit, whatever, and you can see what's gonna hit, mm-hmm. what doesn't. Um, and that's what I've basically <coughs> have been doing is like cultivating my style, like mm-hmm. my brand over like the last few years. Like, um, but this book is gonna be. Um, crazy stories I've had in my years in call centers. Right,
0: which is one of the things that interests me the most. I'm now working at a call center. So a lot of that's more relevant to me now. Because you've been doing it for a while, and I've been following your your tales from the call center, stories from a while, and loving them. Because, again, it's sarcastic. And Even when I worked retail, that was my approach. I played with my customers. I joked with them. People like to be treated like a human. Oh, wait, you treat me like a friend? And my friends cut up with me.
2: Yeah, and I can tell you like where I work now uh for the last two years i've been their top seller mm. um,
0: I, I, i'm not surprised yeah
2: and a lot of that's because you build rapport mm-hmm. and the way you build rapport is you don't treat people as like you're trying to get a sale from them you joke around you kid and they trust you and you're trying to sell them stuff that they need
0: turn the applause light on terry yeah, that applause on. is applause we actually have an applause sign yeah, for the first time and i didn't think you'd actually turn it on yes. but i'm turning it on because that deserves applause an emotionally needy bastard um, this is amazing because here's the thing, I I have the exact same approach. Yeah. Um, I, I like I,
2: how you turned it off when he started talking. I, yeah, again. oh yeah, he Thank knows. You. I um
0: I have. I, see, it needs a button We need, a, we need a, It's got it's got a two wires in the back. We need to figure out a button. Yeah, we got to hook it up in um, the board. But um, I've always tried to come up with metaphors for little ways to think about how I do so I can, I can wrap my mind around my own job. Yeah. And in retail, I never wanted to be the salesman because there are different types of people who sell different things. I did retail for a long time. There's the architect who builds all the, you know, the explanations. There's the, you know, the painter who paints this beautiful picture and tells you all about it. Um, I always consider myself an entertainer. Okay. I come out. I tell some jokes. Um, I have to make you my friend. The same thing that makes me good at stand up comedy made me good at sales. Um, instantly, we're friends. You know, not always. Sometimes it goes real wrong. You get the heckler who hates you. You get yep. the customer who can't fucking stand you. But in general, I come out. Um, I try to make just conversation. I make it relatable. Um, I don't sweat you or bow, browbeat you with anything. Hence, I don't do political or religious humor. Yeah. Um, you know, And my job was, was just the dancing monkey. I just come out and entertain you for a while. Because when you go to the circus, you don't go to buy peanuts, laser guns, popcorns, light-up wands, hats. But you know what? While the circus monkeys are dancing, you're buying all that shit before you know it. Yeah. And that's how my approach to sales. I just come and talk, man. Oh, cool! Right on. What you like to play? Sweet, man. Like with video games. When I was selling video games, cool. You like that? Sweet, man. It's a good game. Hey, check this out. If you like that, and I don't shove it in your hand. I don't. You gotta buy it. You gotta buy the warranty. You gotta do this. I'll just. I'll tell you what's up. Do I need this? Nah, man. But here's what you do need. Yeah. Check this out, hey man. Just so you know, there's the same thing. It's cheaper, just as good. Check this out. You know, that's what I like. Yeah. You know, like my headphones. We were talking off air, but yeah, I, you know, I bring my own headphones in. I use a gaming headset that I like. And it's what I recommend. People would come in to buy more expensive stuff. And I would go, hey, bro, just so you know, these are what I got. It's a lot cheaper. I love mine. I got a demo in the back. Check them out. And like, I'm just, cool. You don't have to take my opinion. I'm married. I'm used to nobody listening to my opinion. Um, but these are what I like. Yeah. And so I treat people like friends. So in a call center, um, which is where I'm at now, I'm learning that over the phone, it's even bigger. It's, you really got to go over the top to because they can't see your facial expressions yep. so if you're cutting up with them they can't see your face some of your stuff especially if you're being sarcastic and you do you have a sarcastic wit um, which i like um, uh, uh, and and they can't spot it it's you have to be in tone and you have to really oversell it in a way um and and so we're we're looking at now taking these stories that you've been doing for how long how long have you been in a call center
2: it's been a minute um probably like overall 15 years wow and call, I know Wow! i I, that's I, I like, like it though. right mm-hmm. here yeah that's a lot of that yeah
0: it's it's not for everybody but no. I'm enjoying it you know it has its ups and downs um you know that, that I and I I wouldn't want to do sales I like yeah. doing inbound tech support yeah um I like not having anything to sell that that's good
2: well the good thing is it's sales now but it's not sales because it's all people calling mm-hmm. in um, that's true so it's not yeah, so it's a lot better like that because I would hate being in a retail yeah. job like cold calling out. Oh god, fuck, yeah. no! I did that once for the Tennessee High, um, the Tennessee Benevolence Association, mm-hmm. uh, where you would be calling like old people to try to get Ooh. them to to support the Tennessee Highway Patrol by getting those little bumper stickers, and it would basically be they had computers on like tables like this, and if by the ten o'clock hour you hadn't sold like three. You left for the rest of the day, and they did that every two hours. So I lasted two days, and I was like, I can't. I'm out. Know no, i I mean, I lasted both days, but I felt like a horrible, awful person. I've never done it
0: over the phone, but I've done high-pressure sales like in person. Like I sold cars for a while. Yeah, that's Fuck just for that. I did um, uh, vinyl siding and replacement windows for a while. Fuck that. yeah hated it um i liked retail you know especially if it's a product you you came like when i was doing shoes or video games it's like you you came to me yeah i'm not i'm not a, a carny in the kiosk yep. world trying to tell you about this perfume and oil or this hover disc inflatable balloon yeah why well, don't I, do that anymore i used to do the hover disc years ago but i'm, nice. I'm done with that and the uh-huh. remote control helicopters yeah, yeah i did all that
2: like you can find those that's the reason why i think radio shack is yeah. out of business because you had i don't know how they slept that night yeah. selling hundred dollar HDk HDMI cables to like old people yeah um yeah it was, it was crazy those monster ones um yeah, yeah for no was, reason it's like yeah. dude
0: come on man I never went to radio Shack for anything unless I needed something here and there a little yeah. wire I couldn't get anywhere else but I just i, I always felt it's always seems scuzzy yeah it's super yeah. Nice, yeah well now with your 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 book your uh call center stories um we're looking obviously a collection um how how far are we along in the process where where so, are you we're
2: right now kind of figuring out the flow of it. Uh-huh. I'm also probably going to start adding some of my Uber and Lyft stories, okay. which are pretty good, too. The FC have kept um, up with
0: a few of those, again, where you're now the customer, yep. and you have a rapport with the driver, and then come back and tell the story, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. brilliantly great. Yeah.
2: Um, but yeah, so right now I have the computer and I'm kind of like figuring out everything, kind of touching up stories, stories that haven't been posted on Facebook. Okay. Um, and then my plan is to start a Kickstarter. Okay. Um, and
0: self-publishing, I'm assuming. Yes. And probably
2: speak to Terry Snow about doing some little videos of like recordings of the, um, of you know, like the stories uh, to kind of uh, get those to get viral and hopefully get a little no, bit more no. on the Kickstarter. So
0: all right, back to audiobooks. Yeah. Are you going to narrate your own audiobook?
2: I don't know if I'll do that or not.
0: Because I mean, I I've had some where they are narrated by the author. I yeah. enjoy that. I think Meg is that way. If I'm not mistaken, he yeah. might just have a prologue at the beginning where he talks about. It. I might. But, um. Uh, again, are you going to narrate your own? Probably. Okay, that's the way yeah. to go. Well, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the same thing to you that I said about Terry's couch outside. If you decide that's not the way to go, yeah, I want first dibs. Okay. I would be happy yeah. to be the voice of your narrated work. Well, thank you, sir. So
2: I know um at one point Victor had approached me about maybe doing the videos with puppets. But I was kind of worried ah, like that, people would, anchors, that yeah. see that too much like crank anchors. Right um but Animation. i'm gonna work with him um because we're thinking about doing that riverboat thing right and i've always wondered like how these would play like, to a live audience
0: nice well you yeah. saw alex foams earlier yes um, i'm happy to throw my puppeteering hat in okay. the ring to help out between victor and i we own a couple of whatnots actual you know muppet licensed yeah. uh, products so quality stuff quality we stuff. could make this happen okay uh i would be in i would definitely be in we're gonna that, shake so. hands. oh definitely those definitely. hands will be in shape. Yeah, we'll get, a, we'll get a headset, throw it on that, because I could definitely get us a broken headset. I know you could too, but we get yeah. us uh, some couple of headsets, put them on there. Nice. That'll be good. Uh, but I, I'm excited about that. That's yeah. awesome, man, because to me, when I read them, it's a little different, but I know you're uh, my, my age, so you, you remember the era of Cracked and Mad Magazine. Yeah. Right? Um, and one of my favorite things I used to get, I don't even know if they do stuff like this anymore, but they used to get these small comic books that were like Archie comics, like the little Digests. Yeah, yeah, they were about the size, of, you know, yeah. uh, of of a uh, I don't know half a TV guide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was Archie comics and all this random stuff, but a Mad magazine used to put a lot of those out. Um, you know, put out by like Captain Clutz and just random things. But one of my favorites was stupid, uh, snappy answers to stupid questions. Oh yeah, Al. Is Al Jaffe. Yeah. Okay. Al Jaffe. Yeah. Um, so do you remember that? And you would get yes. like, it would just be a little one page cartoon for Terry, again, who doesn't get the reference. Um, it would be a book of just one page cartoon. There's two people typically, in, it's in standing side by side, a word balloon by one, asking a stupid question. There's a, a three or four word balloons by side of the other with four snappy answers, or usually three snappy answers, and like one blank space you could write your own. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it, it was it was really a, a form of of my sense of humor developing. Um, I remember a couple specifically, there's a guy uh, and a girl standing there. Right? I think two women, she walks up, clearly pregnant. She says, oh my God, are you pregnant? And again, so the stupid answer or the snappy answer. And one of the snappy answers is no, I swallowed a basketball. <laughs> So again, Bobby Hill at 6, 7, you know, to 10 years old thought this was the funniest yeah, yeah, goddamn yeah. thing I've ever seen. <laughs> um, and so that's what they remind me of. Okay, To me, they're remnant. Because you your wit. When customers say something, you snap back with this kind of funny comeback. Um, you know, like, um, and, and, and for anybody, uh, please, Ron Shipley's Facebook page is where a lot of these are posted. If you uh, want to check these out, I highly recommend it. I don't think you have a page for them anywhere else yet, right? Not yet, no. So again, w- if you just... Want to search on Facebook? Please check them out because they're great. But they'll tell a story where a customer call in and go, "Hey, can you reset my password?" And you're like, "It depends. What kind of dog do you have?" And they're like, "What? What is that?" Well, I only help people who have certain kind of dogs. And you you play with them. Yeah. And I used to do that with again retail, and people love it. Yeah. They do. No. Yeah.
2: People. You get you get assholes who don't. Yeah. 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 And you can kind of tell that right away. Right away. If the customer is going to be fun to play with. First and, joke bombs. We're yeah. done. Mm-hmm. On yeah, yeah, straight yeah. to business. Yeah. Which I
0: can do that too.
2: The best part is my um, the guy who does our, that does our training when I was first starting there, he, was lis- he listened to one of my calls. And the lady um, in her basement was where she had her panel. Mm-hmm. And, and I said, it could be the Transformers blown. Um, hopefully it's a, an Autobot and not a Decepticon. And then I paused because I was like, I was so excited about my joke. And she didn't say anything, right? So I tried to push it through again with the Decepticon joke. Yeah. Still nothing. And finally I said, ma'am, I need to tell you who the Autobots and the Decepticons are. And then my trainer's listening to this and says so I was like, then spent five minutes with this lady telling nice. her the history of the Transformers so she would get my joke. And Travis goes, it was so sad because you just really wanted nice. that joke to land and it didn't. And most people, you know, would have kept going, or most people would just would not. I have would have already abandoned. Yeah, I would. No. Have,
0: well, I would do a joke, but I yeah. would have already abandoned. But that's the heart of the comedian. Okay, you may yeah. not be into stage presence performing, but that's why you're still a comedian to me, because that's the heart of a comedian. Yeah. It's like this joke bomb. I'm going to keep going. Yeah. Um. And I I have done it all the time. You know, where customers are calling, I'll make a joke or something. Um. A lot of times, my favorite. This is. I do this to a lot of people. In a lot of situations of life, I have a few like business card jokes when you set me up I'm flinging this business card at you right it's just a few of my standards my wife is sick of them people yeah. I work with are sick of them but here's what I'm doing yep. um, they're great when they hit um, and one of my favorites is when people say hey that's a good idea I always go I know it's a good idea I had it that's redundant one of my favorite things to say yeah it's an
2: evergreen joke an evergreen exactly
0: and one of my favorites nobody likes it nobody laughs at it but i do it all the time i go all right and i just need you to click right there and voila or as the french say voila now i think this is brilliant and i tell it constantly nobody ever laughs yeah nobody has ever laughed like i can say maybe five people have ever laughed at this joke and I've told it multiple times daily uh-huh. for a long time. <laughs> That's amazing. And I keep telling it because it's brilliant. Yeah. And, but you can spot the few people who do laugh. And I always go stop and go, thank you. All thank right, you. I just wanted to let you know I appreciate you. Nobody laughs at that joke. You are my favorite customer of the I, day. I guess it's a, little, it's a little heady. Is that what it is? You've tried a couple times on the podcast. Yeah, it never. It never worked. Not work. No, not, not landed on the podcast. Never. That <laughs> one day. <laughs> yeah, you were the closest. You keep were like, trying,
2: and I was being nice.
0: And I get it, but at least you knew the joke yes. whether you liked it or not. You're like, yes. I see what he went for. Yes, I get it. I don't like it, but I see what he went. Yeah. So that's a big thing for me. But I, I, I have those, in, and customers yeah. will give you a feel out because that's a that's a harmless something that you can can move on and just yeah. be like, all right, man. Well, now back to business. What can I help you with here? Sure, I can help you with that. Your password reset. I got no problem. We we'll get you yeah. on that. Um, but I, I, I'm 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 serious. Here, here's the thing, Ron. As as much as I love love your humor, I'm here to um, let you know, debut radio specifically is here for anything. Nice. I know you're joining the Outlander Media Network uh, family, and we're so awesomely glad to have you. But anything that Thanks I can do me. when it, you get closer to promote, yeah. to share, um, when you get Kickstarter going, please let us know. Oh yeah, yeah well, for because, sure. Because um, I because it's a book I want to read. Yeah, um, and um, it reminds me too a lot of Letters from a Nut by Jerry Seinfeld. Yep. I don't know if you're familiar. I love that book. Um, I had it as a kid and I absolutely so love it. Yeah, those and are so something you should look up too, Terry. Yeah, Letters from a Nut.
2: He would write. He would write letters to like businesses. Um, they would be hysterical. Like one he wrote once. It uh, he saw an ad where like it was like a, for some gas station where a giant eagle was was standing on the uh, gas station because that was the Motto the 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 mascot for the gas station uh-huh. and his concern about giant eagles swooping down on gas stations and it's incredible. He would just write all these. I don't think it was Jerry Seinfeld. No, he, he
0: he he produced it. What happened? The story is here's the story and it turns out to be a big lie. It's a big fake. It's 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 to, but here's the lie. When Jerry Seinfeld came in, he said, "Hey, I found these letters by Ted L. Nancy. That's the author of the book, apparently. But I found these letters." By Ted L. Nancy, and this was back in the day of handwritten snail mail. And I've published them all in this book because they're hilarious. This guy was either crazy or the greatest comedy writer ever. He would write these people, and they would write him back. And he has the letters. Now, it's since turned out a comedian wrote all these. And oh. I, I don't know if they wrote the letters and these are real responses. But it's he Jerry Seinfeld did not find this. Actually, okay. the real writer, um, there was a huge, like, beef, big time. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Jerry Seinfeld exposed, like, was, I actually, hey, I wrote it with these two people. And one of them got left out and was furious. Um, but what I remember was, like, he would write places like, hey... Um, I, this baseball stadium. I'm coming to your your baseball show on this day. Um, I really like to wear these particular pants that have my butt because I have a surgery, <laughs> so the butt of my pants are going to be exposed, showing my my, my buttocks because I can't you know cover this due to my surgery. Um, what's I've never been to baseball before. What's the best way to uh, walk down the aisle with my butt to people's faces or away like just crazy yeah, letters? Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, and people would write him back. And just be like, well, sir, we actually um, <laughs> we can't allow you to be just roaming the stadium with your butt exposed. We would have to come up with some kind of like carpet to hang over it, but not make direct contact. See our office, and we'll get. But it, yeah, it's amazing. It, people treat them yeah. like a like a like a, like a like a, a a child, and they're like, okay, well, real quick, let's go over this. But they're they're brilliant. It's funny. So it seems to me to have that kind of collection of just yeah of call and responses. So yeah dude i'm excited i really am so um please 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 come back on the show to promote send us your links anything i know you can i I love you to death you're a wonderful friend so i know we're not going anywhere but i'm just opening the door for anything you need i'm not dying at the end of this podcast i almost um, did
2: at the end of the last one i did really yeah because like two days later i was in the hospital for a week that's true i I put so much into that episode
0: yeah that's true it did almost kill you well we don't want that today oh thank you but again what we do want is to keep this train going with your book because we want to be a part of that um and and we're going to keep this train going here in a minute because we're going to hit to the five to drive i'm excited about this me too i love doing it i'm a big fan um and i I know um that we're going to share one entry we've already discussed it i know we're going to share one entry on our on our five, five list so um but let's take a minute Let's let everybody know again where where we can if we want to follow you if we love you if somebody out there hears you for the first time and says I do love that guy where can I support him and his comedy in the any way where are you twittering are you you facebooking all the time are you what's the other I'm one
2: facebooking all the time at uh, just Ryan Shipley okay and um, I'm doing a lot of imager Instagram that's the imager imager and I'm elry09 I think that's my Twitter handle okay. too. I don't do a lot on Twitter because I'm too wordy for what they allow.
0: Didn't they expand that though? I've never I tweeted. Think i they
2: expanded a little bit, but usually my Twitter is me trying to get a celebrity to notice me. Okay. So I don't do a lot of it, but Ryan Chipley on Facebook is a good place. I,
0: I'm not a one liner guy, so I don't, I don't, I struggle to put jokes on Facebook. I've tested a few little things, yeah. but I'm a wordy storyteller. Yeah. Again, the guy that runs the two hour podcast, if he's lucky is a wordy guy and so I, I don't think I would do well in that but Terry tells me I have to um, apparently we gotta promote the show <laughs> and like Social get listeners.
2: These millennials
0: <laughs> I don't know it seems to me we should just be able to hang a flyer in a guitar center and maybe you know the yeah. post office
2: McKay's has that big tacky board that you can put stuff on that
0: see there we go that seems yeah. more my speed but apparently I have to start tweeting and gramming and uh, I don't know it's not just pictures of food anymore either right I'm gonna have to like do stuff yeah, yeah. But I'm not a one-liner guy, so I don't think I would do well with it. Yeah. No, but um, so please, again, if you okay. enjoy the humor, check it out. It's great. Yeah. Um, and we're going to be a lot of places, so you need to make some experiences with us, too. Um, Outlander Media Network's got a bunch of ton, uh, bunch of stuff coming up lately. Um, soon uh Next Gen Wrestling. Are you a wrestling fan? I am. Okay. Again, I know you're a pop culture guy in general, but I didn't know if you were a big wrestling fan. Um, Next Gen Wrestling, win in Rome. Oh. I'll try that again. Next Gen Wrestling. yeah this is going to be in Rome, Georgia, June 1st. When in Rome. Is that good? Nailed it. Yeah, I don't think they're hiring me for that. But <laughs> You'll pay for the whole seat, but you'll only need the ass. But uh, our friend and uh, Outlander Media Network personality as well, Chris Bell, will okay. be down there hosting that. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of the Outlander guys uh, are going for uh, wrestling purposes, so mm-hmm. if uh, sure. there's a spot in the van and you want to go, get okay. in on that. Um, and that's going to be June first in Rome, Georgia. Um, Next Gen Wrestling with our own Chris Bell as host. Um, we got Fanboy Expo, mm-hmm. Classic Knoxville. Now, you do a lot of cons, right? Don't you yeah. do some cons? Yeah, because you'd I see celebrity pictures with you all the time. But you don't, you don't cosplay, right? You just no, go to the con. No. Um, I see. I think I would like cosplay. I, yeah. I enjoy doing it. I think it would be good at it.
2: I think it's too hot to begin with. I don't want to be even hotter in an outfit. Hopefully, um, we will have. Air conditioning working on Saturday this year.
0: CreepyCon, which again yeah. we got coming up, um we'll talk about last year. I was roasting. But I I suffer for my art. I put myself you've yeah. seen a couple of my yep. comic costumes and things. I, I'm willing to suffer and do if it's funny yeah. or it's 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 solid, like with Rob Zombie, do people double looking, people double what? Nice. Huh? Is that no way. And you're like, yeah, no way, it's not. But I had you for a minute. <laughs> and so I love doing that. But um, Fanboy's coming up. That's always a big one. Um, have yeah. you been a Fanboy before?
2: I have. Um, been a few years. Are you going this year? year? Um, probably will. I have a friend that lives in Ireland. He'll usually send me mm-hmm. money and ask me to get pictures nice. for him. Mm-hmm. So I met Pearlman last year and okay. um, Elvira.
0: Oh, Cassandra She's, Peterson. she's
2: Yeah. <sighs> Sixty something years old, right? Still, it's insane. Her, br- like, yes.
0: mm, oh, mm, I would show her Pee Wee's Playhouse on this show. If, uh, I, we could. Can try, if yes. I could, if I could, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, I would love to have her on the show. And better. again, uh, Pee Wee's uh, Playhouse. She was aired yeah. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, yeah. She plays the queen of the biker gang. She's got her own movie. She's great. I love it. But I grew up on the cheese again. Okay. Late night, macabre. Yeah, you know, bad movies with a funny host. I love that stuff. But um, so who are you excited to see this year? Who's uh? Who's I don't your... think
2: I've looked at the list to see who's on it this year.
0: Molly Ringwald. Uh, Molly Ringwald. No. Bruce Campbell. Nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw that. Um, there's a lot of again famous cosplayers coming, which again I'm sure uh, appeals to a certain audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate it, but I'm yeah. not going for that. I don't yeah. have um people I follow in that respect. Um, but anyway, um, that's going to be big. Fanboy Expo, July 12th and 14th in Knoxville. Um let's see who we got. We got Molly Ringwald. Oh, MacGyver. Uh, oh, MacGyver. shit. Okay. We got MacGyver. It oh, yeah. is done. And the Ash.
2: classic MacGyver.
0: Nope, nope. Roll it up. Boom. Keep going. Keep going. I'm sorry. Roll it down. Oh. Roll it down. Wesley himself. <laughs> Carrie always <laughs> so we have uh, the Dread Pirate oh. Roberts
2: and Billy Zane from Phantom yeah.
0: I love Phantom I don't care what anybody says
2: <laughs> Frank Welker
0: big yeah. voice actor uh, Comrade Electra there you go so I mean if oh, you're uh, interested Q in from Star Trek Dennis Rodman Sloppy Seconds Fanboy Expo is the time to get that's terrible I'm just kidding yeah, uh, the, the Green, Green Ranger are Rangers. you roasting people oh, uh, John, uh, no. uh. oh shit Doug, Dennis Lawson from yeah. Star Wars
1: yeah it's gonna be a pretty good lineup yeah
0: I'm in. I'm in. So that's going to be Fanboy Expo again on uh, July 12th through the 14th. And we have Alien Expo coming up. So we got a bunch of Expos. (coughs) Alien Expo should be good. Uh, Again, the Haffle Boys. Them Haffle Boys will be there in Mm -hmm. droves Mm -hmm. because that is right up their fucking alley. (laughs) For sure. And you know who else will most likely be there that is right up their alley? Uh, Who? The great Alex phones from PuppetWars.com. Ah. Uh, so we're gonna have some fun there at Alien Expo, exposing conspiracy theories, uh, and that's also gonna be in Knoxville at uh, August seventeenth and eighteenth. Mm-hmm. Back to fucking back with CreepyCon. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Now, have you been to CreepyCon before? No. I think this is the third year. If I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. Third year. Um, we were there last year um, with Stage Diver, and it was great. I mean, okay. it was fun. Um, we were interviewing people on the spot. Um, I was, you know, doing get, walking around getting interviews with, as dressed as Rob Zombie. Um, everybody there was having a blast. That was really my first con. I've okay. never been. I've so never been to a, at, at a all. Okay. No, I've been to like, um, like I used to ride motorcycles and we'd go to like Harley rallies, and so I've been to like yeah. large gatherings of like-minded people. Okay. Right. Um in the, in that respect where you've got like booths to shop and and people who make their crafts and you check this out and people are showing off their bike and you're seeing their bike and you're showing yours and people are commenting yours and you you feel like a, a low turd cuz that guy has so much a better and then somebody comes up comments yours and you're like yeah and so I've been in that yeah. um mentality before and I loved it. It was great. So creepy con is a blast. Um I definitely recommend that for anybody who likes horror movies or you know anything macabre you like costuming there's a ton of people there selling stuff um they had comic book artists it was great um so that's going to be august 23rd and 25th so again we're back to back uh right there with uh creepy con alien expo um oh not a zombie fest is coming up we did uh for anybody who gets this i guess too late the zombie prom was canceled due to lack of uh uh sales so um if you heard us talk about that in a previous episode ignore that <laughs> um uh, but the oneida Zombie Fest is on. That is happening, and that's going to be Onada. again. Chris Bell uh, is going to be the uh, uh, master of ceremonies for the whole event, um, and that's going to be in October the twelfth. So in Onida, and those guys put together a, a lot of great stuff. So that'll be a lot of fun. I think that's this is also their second or third year, right? Yeah, this is their third year, and they had a huge turnout last year. Yeah, yeah. When at CreepyCon, people were talking about it. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's going to be fantastic. Now, um, one other thing that we also want to throw up real quick before we get into the 5 to Drive, we want to give a big shout-out to one of our new sponsors here, um, Joe Shirt is going to be doing all of the outlander uh media merch so again when book comes out if you want some merch i'm oh, sure yeah. they'll do bookmarks whatever okay um dude they, they really honestly can do pretty much anything you want and it's it's a it's a great company you can check them out joe shirt i like joe shirt or uh, joe dirt but with shirts okay. uh, so joe um free shipping on your orders um uh it's 100 guaranteed they uh they also say again order shipped in days not weeks um and i thought this was cool hang on gonna grab a phone um I pulled this up earlier looking at their website, um, and they make it really easy. Um, the setup is, is really easy on how to order. So for any comedian, um, musician, anybody out there listening to uh, Burlesque, you know, we, we attract in a wide audience of, of individual artists. And the problem with being an individual artist is there's not a lot of money in that level, and so you got to work hard. And one of the things you can do is sell merch. And so for any want to be comic or want to be you know musician or burlesque or anything out there, um, if you want to know how to survive uh, in your craft and make a little bit of bread to get you to the next gig, sell some merch, man. And Joe Shirt is really easy. They've got uh, uh, this super great option. I love this. How it works? Step this is brilliant. Step one: select a design. Step two, give us a call. I mean, like, <laughs> dude, how brilliant awesome. is that? Yeah, and yeah. you can order online too. And and the o- online a little different. Okay, a little more complicated. Select design, order design, view design. Oh, there you go. So, that's it. Um, so that is really cool. I like that. And you call them with questions. Um, you know, uh, that's uh, Joe shirt. Uh, I've actually got the number right here: one eight hundred. Uh, is that six? I'm blind. Six, five, four, two, two, four, two. And so mm-hmm. again, free shipping, you know, uh, customizable. Put your logo on anything. Nice. So again, when you sell your book, yeah. get it out there. And we need a, uh, a shirt to promote the book.
2: Yeah, and DLC Respawn. We can, yeah,
0: and DLC Respawn. We're going to have tons of merch. We're all going to do, uh, you know, everything for the different shows, the media network itself. And so we're going to have a lot of fun with that. Because that's people like to show off their band. You right now, all right, May 1st, May, uh, Saturday of May. Free comic book day. What are you wearing to this very moment?
2: Uh, so the comic shop I go to, the Comics Exchange. Exactly. Uh, they're celebrating their 20th year and decided, hey, let's make some shirts. So, yeah. yes, I'm wearing... A shirt made by them.
0: Don't you love again? I, I'm 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 a t-shirt guy, so I yeah. love wearing a t-shirt that promotes something I love. Yeah, exactly. Whether it's the Austin Facial Hair Club or a band I love yeah. or you know a movie, I think it's great. And so that's what we want to add. We want to get Joe shirt. Uh, a big shout out for helping uh, Outlander Media Network give our fans that. Yeah. And give us the chance to get a shirt with Halfle or DLC Respawn or Deadbeat. We're thinking trucker hats for for okay. Deadbeat. I think that's appropriate. Yeah, that's cool. So that'd be good. So that's what we're thinking. Um, and so we want to get into that. But we want to give them a big shout out for doing that.
1: Uh, JoeShirt.com.
0: JoeShirt.com. JoeShirt.com. So, yeah. JoeShirt.com.
2: And ASMR.
0: JoeShirt.com. I, I think I would still be too loud. We've talked We've talked about that she, last week. You can't week. do ASMR. I don't think I can. JoeShirt.com. Maybe. I, it's kind of. That's what they like. I like it. I anyone here. I can do that. The one I can't do is the eating.
2: Oh, that's oh, so cool. Yeah. Oh, no. Nope,
0: stop. Yeah, I can't do that. That bothers me. Yeah. Um, now, the, the, the clapping of the bottle, I'm, I'm cool with that. Like, I'm a tapper. I'm a finger tapper, so that yeah. doesn't bother me. But the eating just gets them the, of the... I see the, the black lady eating the pickles on Facebook all the time. Yeah. That one bothers me.
2: Yeah. All right, Ryan. Okay.
0: You have been a fabulous guest. Nice, thank you, sir. You've I think, been a I, I think host. Well, thank you. I appreciate. It. And I try. Terry
2: has been a fabulous.
0: He's the uh, man, producer. Uh, Good yeah, to and, be here. And the proof of the pudding will be that when the episode comes out.
2: And his daughter offered me a Go-Gurt. gogurt.
0: Mm. Oh, nice. Vulgar food, fantastic gesture. <laughs> um, Not a fan
1: of the Go-Gurt, Lance? No,
0: I've 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 come to a point in my life where I'm at an age. Well, I think Ryan will appreciate this that I have made some pretty hard decisions on foods. Yeah, um, texture over most anything. Yum. That's a big thing. Um, I don't eat yogurt at all.
2: Okay.
0: So uh, yogurt in a yogurt in a in a condom is definitely not. I'm not serping a yogurt green pie. Not happening. Um, but yeah, I I have certain things like that for me. Marshmallows. Fuck marshmallows. You
2: even roast it.
0: My next statement was going to be in. Um. See, you. um. I mean, uh, which by default means fuck s'mores. What? Fuck a s'more. There is no, no shots fired. There is no better way to waste a good chocolate and graham cracker than with a s'more. <laughs> you take that gooey ball,rog testicle, and just set it right there, and it, I'm out. I fucking hate it. Um. And see, I now here's. The, I don't get political, but when they pass or when they, they they start putting around an anti-marshmallow bill i will march in the streets to get that mm-hmm. shit passed i am okay. down um and i know what you're thinking you, just because you don't like them don't eat them it's you know if you don't want a gay marriage don't have one right yeah. okay well here's the deal as a dad i still got to make fucking s'mores because oh, yeah. i'm not trusting these morons with fire so no. i still have to deal with the jizz on my hands and fucking in my beard because i inevitably get it caught so again i'm anti-marshmallow all the way so in the if you don't like a gay wedding don't get one scenario that's different because in this particular case i still have to go to the reception and pass out hand jobs. so i'm i'm very anti-marshmallow you so love I'm out. weird weddings uh well it's just a metaphor in this case but um yeah so i have some hard hard outs gogurt a yogurt of any kind um bananas fuck bananas i don't like mm. them to the texture um but now this is weird i love banana splits what? So I, 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 I am I'm, I'm at an agent where I'm comfortable enough with my old curmudgeon self that I'm willing to order a banana split, no bananas, have that lady look at me real quick and have her realize that the only thought is you are pathetic enough to eat three Sundays in one sitting. <laughs> and not even like one at a time because they might melt. You are knowledgeable of your own self to know these will not melt. I'm going to eat three fucking Sundays. Fuck them. Put them in one cup. Whoa. And so I mean, like, because that, that's what a banana split with no bananas is. Okay. It's three fucking Sundays in a cup. Okay. And that's a that's a bold decision in yeah, public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, yeah. you're
2: you're at that age where you can do whatever. I you can. want. I can. Yep. I can.
0: But yeah, no, I'm not a marshmallow guy. I'm not a yogurt guy. That's texture. <laughs> I can't okay. get it. Yeah. But uh, anywho. The five to drive. Okay. The five episodes are the five questions I ask every guest to drive this episode home. Okay. Now again I'm a, a pop culture dork. Um and now four of these questions, every guest gets the same question because again it's my little moment. But the top question I love is the customized for each individual guest. Nice. Your top fives. I love top five, top tens. Okay. Watch Mojo, watch Culture. I love those kind of videos. Okay. Old school VH1, yep. top 100, this, that, and the other.
2: I'm the
0: same. I'm a, I'm a, I am eat it up. Yep. And so I like to share lists and compare lists and, okay. and go back. So I, I come up with one for everybody. And this one, I think, I know we're going to have um, a, a mutual um, entry, but... I'm eager to see what you do with this. You have a lovely, fun spirit. Okay. But you love comic books and things of this nature and comic book movies and all this. Again, we talked about it earlier. I want your top five funny comic book characters. Now, when I say that, I don't mean like Hagar the Horrible and stuff. The superheroes. The legitimate superheroes. Starting with most likely Spider Man, Spider Ham, yeah. a Spider. Okay, Spider Man will be number one. Okay, so you're going yes. Spider Man right out of the bat, yes. But again, the characters that are real heroes that still make you laugh.
2: Spider Man's a quipper,
0: I agree. Spider Man yeah. is it would be an honorable mention for me, okay. didn't make my list. But he's one of those like when you talk about a band that you don't like, but you still understand why people put them on yeah. their list, that'd be Spider Man. Okay, but when people put them on their list, I'm like, yeah, I get it, not mine, but totally, totally. Okay, okay. Spider Man, good one.
2: Okay. Um who else here? The Flash.
0: The Flash, okay. Now which version are we specifically talking?
2: My Flash is West. Wally, Wally West not Wally West, yeah. Okay. Um A quipper, kinda, again, the yeah. Spider Man kind of Quipper. Yeah. Yeah. And they've kind Of just ruined his character recently in a new comic book, mm-hmm. but he's always been my flash. Okay,
0: I Barry Allen's the name I think of when I think Flash, um, okay. but I'm of that generation where it's Hal Jordan, Barry, Barry, okay. Barry Allen. That's just what I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I have some audio books of DC comics, yeah. Um, the uh, uh graphic audio, have you ever done any of those? Yeah. The, the, the movie okay. in your mind with yeah. the sound effects I have a couple DC comics of okay. those and um it's, uh, it's Wally West because he talks about his Uncle Barry and stuff like that so okay, it's cool. good um Grew Grew
2: yes Grew okay. is um that, again that's not a Hagar
0: the Horrible that's totally that's a legit yeah that's a comic book um, yeah, it's, yeah
2: it was started as a parody of Conan mm-hmm. Sergio Arganis um also wrote for Mad Magazine yeah 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 exactly yep yep um, I love that book as a good. kid um the ninth, the late '80s Justice League of America, where it was Guy Gardner, Blue Beetle,
0: Booster Gold? Yes. Um, a Booster Gold was one I considered. That's an honorable mention. I was thinking when I was because again I get I get prep on these because I make my list in advance. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. put your ass yeah. on the spot, but I have yeah, to, yeah, and so I get a, a better time to go through them. And Booster Gold was on on my potential. I was like, eh, okay, honorable mention. And I love Guy Gardner. I know he gets yeah. shit on, but I love it. Oh, the Guy
2: Gardner in that in that run the the Medis, uh, Griffin run. Um, oh my God! I like oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, so all
0: right. right. So you got Spider Man, Wally West, grew the 80s GLA. So unless you're Spider Ham, a Spider Ham. Yeah, I, I knew. I to bookend
2: it, it with spiders.
0: Okay. I, I don't like that at all. Don't phrase it like that. I have severe <laughs> arachnophobia. Okay. Um, but I love Spider Ham and Spider Man because yeah. they don't count. But I have severe arachnophobia. So you, just don't yeah, use that phrase. I get it. Um. What are your feelings right? on Black Widow. Um. Okay with it. Um. I even like the aesthetics. The black with the red diamond. Yeah. Like I see it on motorcycles and shit. Yeah. I like it. Um. I just. Uh, I get it. So, Spider-Ham was on mine. There was no question. All right. um, Spider-Ham. Plastic Man. Oh, yeah. Okay. Plastic Man's my all-time favorite superhero.
2: He's great.
0: I absolutely love him. Love him. Love him. As much as I hate Jim Carrey, I would have loved to have seen Jim Carrey do a Plastic Man movie back in the day. Yep. What a great E.L. O'Brien. He would have been perfect. Yeah. Um, I put Deadpool on mine. I know it's okay. over, um, you know, overdone a little bit, but Deadpool was definitely on there for me. Yeah. Um, I I, I like it. I like you know. I know he didn't start that way, yeah. but he gets that way, and I really like the the Deadpool again. Ryan Reynolds Deadpool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan Reynolds has done for Deadpool what Hugh Jackman did for Wolverine. Okay. That nobody will ever see here, um, any version. Uh, yep. In their head, when you read Deadpool in your head for the rest of your life, you're going to hear that. Even though the voice of Nathan Drake, um, Nolan North, did a great version in oh, all yeah. the animated stuff in the Deadpool game, yep. you will forever hear Ryan Reynolds. Yep. And so um, I think I think it's great. Deadpool's one, um, another one that kind of puts me in that same Lobo.
2: Okay, yeah, yeah, and he's on. Um, there's a show on Sci-Fi, Krypton.
0: Oh, He's that's right. He's gonna be on the
2: second season of
0: that. Yeah, I love the the main man, the yeah. uh, four friggin' <laughs> the Beatles guys. What a are you bastards doing?
2: I have a bit of a grudge against Lobo, though. Oh yeah, yeah. So in the '90s, they brought up this uh, this collection, this Lobo collection, right? It had two, uh, like, kind of like reprints of like his old miniseries. Okay. And the last one was a ninety-six page called "The Wit and Wisdom of Lobo." And that's I was excited about it, right? It was like $30 for the book, right? Okay. And you get it, and you open it, and it's all blank pages. 96 just blank pages.
0: No, I actually think that's really funny.
2: It's a great joke, but not when you're a kid and you don't have a lot of money and you spent 30 bucks on this.
0: I would have hated it then.
2: Yeah, I appreciate the, the joke now. I would but, have loved it now. Yeah, yeah I would yeah. have hated
0: it then. That's really good. Yeah. That's good. Um, I wish that I wish Lobo would hit the big screen. I'd love to see it like, done Deadpool style yeah, might, um, with maybe like The Rock or something like that. Well, I like think he's going to be Black Adam.
1: Uh, okay. Yeah. Batista wouldn't be bad. Yeah, the rumor for a while was The Rock to play Lobo, but then that fell through.
0: Right? I'd heard Danny Trejo, and I was like, too old. Too old. Too old yeah. Yeah. Um, Batista yeah. wouldn't be bad. Yeah. Uh, Batista, um, Sorry,
2: Danny Trejo, you're too old. You
0: are. Years ago, I'd heard um, rumor um, that the guy, Andrew Bernarski, his name <laughs> ring a bell, Um, He played Leatherface in the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He was also um, uh, Shrek's son in Batman, uh, the sequel to Tim Burton's Batman. Um, uh, Shit. Uh, Christopher Walken's son in uh, the the sequel to Tim Burton's Batman. Batman Returns. Yeah, Batman Returns. Um, So the big Hulk and son. Mm -hmm. So he's a big football player dude, kind of reminiscent size wise of like ogre from the bridge of the nerds movies yeah, so like yeah, that yeah. kind of big hulking dude especially played Leatherface, and he had like did some screen test, i think or something and it was great or like a short film mm-hmm. i think it's what he did a little short film with it kind of like nathan fillion did with the uncharted yeah, movie yeah, y- yeah. or ryan reynolds with the original deadpool yeah. Yeah. he did a thing like that but it never caught on now he was great yeah. again would be too old probably by this point but mm-hmm. uh, uh lobo and then um uh, my last one was uh batmite Okay. I love yep. Batmite, Mr. Mixel, Good Um pool. Yeah, yep. I, I love it. Um, so that was my list. But I knew okay. we'd both have Spider-Ham yeah, yeah, on yeah. there. There was no question. Yeah. So good good list, good nice. list. Um, again, I, I, I approve your list. Your list to me is, without Spider-Ham being on mine, all honorable mentions. Thank hats you. off. You don't have to get the applause sign unless you want to, but like those are all good. Sign. Okay, I mean, like. I keep applauding. But only for me. And and here's the beautiful thing. I I, I hope people at home do oh, no. Is it broken? Uh, batteries are dying. Alright, yeah, I hope people at home do appreciate the the irony of an applause sign uh, meant to prompt the audience when to applause in a, a radio style medium. Blind so.
2: people get it. Do they? Well, do yeah, they're I'm like so, We get it. Now I you're on so. our level. No, that's great. That's yeah. good.
0: That's good. Tom Waits, one of my all-time favorite musicians, people, actors. Wait, do you
2: think if blind people go to like live tapings and stuff, they just get this set there and they have like their you own to hold <laughs> the heat? <laughs> yeah, and when you hear the heat, they know they're supposed to
0: applaud. I'm hoping they're like Daredevil and hear the click of the light come on. Like, oh, that'd like, be awesome. Like, there's and some know, slow like motion second. vision. Yeah, and
2: they're already applauding, and the people that can see are like. Why is that a blind person clapping? Yeah. And then they're like, oh, I get it now.
0: Yeah, so I hope that. I hope yeah. the, the minute the, the neon sparks, they're like. But yeah. then I, I also, here's my thing. I see the vision. Okay, Terry, I'm, I'm going to break down the, 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 what do they call them? Um, not the little pictures you make before you make a movie. The, the little little drawings that you look at. Screenshots? No. Um, oh, uh, storyboards. storyboards. All yeah. right, here's the storyboard. So again, you have an audience. Couples out shots, so you know you're on like a Johnny Carson. Yeah. We'll use Johnny Carson, or whatever, like a TV Fallon for those people that are under 30.
2: Use Jimmy Fallon for two. Okay, Fallon, Jimmy Fallon.
0: Look up Johnny Carson when you're done. Yeah, sorry. I know who Johnny Carson um, is. So, so, you have a Jimmy Fallon style show, you've got the audience, you've established this one blind person in the audience, right? Which is great. You yeah. basically do the, the shots of the, the thing coming on. You could mm-hmm. pick bounce back and forth of the, them sitting there in the audience with the glasses on. You see the spark of the light. They start, you see just a close up on the hands, but mm-hmm. you know it's their hands because you've established or like have the cane hanging over the wrist they're clapping right away and then you show the wide pan and they're actually turning around backwards slapping somebody in the face nice yeah that's yeah. awesome yeah thanks that's 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 what we should do with that um, that's amazing thank you I, yeah. I, I think that'd be brilliant yep um, so that's that's excellent but you, you have an excellent list I, I definitely applaud that um, I, I cannot say anything bad about that well as a wrestling fan, a comic book fan, um, even a music fan, you, 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 you see that here at Debbie Radio, we celebrate the gang, the wrestling stable, okay. the super group, the band. Okay. Right? And seemingly to be, the best always come in four the Four Horsemen, the Fab Four, the Fantastic Four. So for question four see how we get meta question yeah. five is the top five okay number four nice I see it the four man good. group you have one night to form your own super group okay with three living celebrities you can do anything you want to do we've had some crazy answers some crazy plans all kinds of insanity okay but you have one night with you and your posse of three living celebrities what four man super group is going to and we're just hanging world? out whatever the fuck you want to do okay anything
2: okay this is exciting. Yeah. Um, well, Stan Lee is going to be there. Oh, yeah. well, you know, you said living. living. Damn
0: it. That's why. Again, I make oh. I make people think. R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay, Biggie Smalls. Dang it again. No. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, I would say Elvis, but we're not really sure. No,
0: we're not sure. Um, that one's an iffy. That's maybe an asterisk by that
2: one. Okay, yeah. so the first one is going to sound like a joke, but I promise you, it's not. Darius Rucker. I'm oh. a i love hootie and the blowfish i don't care if anybody mocks them or what i grew up with hootie and the blowfish so we're going darius
0: rucker first Terry, i'm gonna go turn the applause on nice <laughs> it's a great pick um i love hootie and the blowfish we nice. welcome hootie and the blowfish. we may keep the applause on on the rest okay of the nice the <laughs> day. yep um I have an autographed copy of Cracked Review, okay. from where I saw them in about 95 or six, okay. Um, and met them at the Disk Exchange nice. in West okay. Knoxville, yep. saw them at uh, the Electric Ballroom, okay. which mm-hmm. uh, later then became the International and the Concourse. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved them instantly. Yeah. I bought an, uh, a hollow body electric guitar and a little Tweed amp because I wanted to be the guitar player for Moody and the Blowfish. I years later the first song I ever learned to play actually was Hold My Hand nice years later I worked security for Hootie and the Blowfish met them you know they were great Um, and then at some point they played a song that is one of the most special songs to me ever heard it was a Tom Waits cover I'm a huge Tom Waits fan I know what you want talking about I hope I don't fall in love with you and that song meant so much to me I, I loved it I saw it Spring Break MTV and I was like oh my god my favorite band did this amazing song and they mentioned this name and I went looking for their version it didn't exist anywhere so I bought a Tom Waits record because yeah. that's the only I could find yep. it yeah
2: they ended up putting it on. they did like
0: a, a, f- a cover uh, yeah they did your yeah. uh, greatest hits or something yep. I think yeah, they released yeah, yeah. it but their version but is- I <laughs> fell in love with the song I then bought the Tom Waits CD not knowing who this guy was because yeah. I didn't have a choice and then fell in love with Tom. Tom
2: waits. waits. I discovered him through The Wire. Okay. Because he did the. Um, they used the Tom waits song for the. Uh, okay, I've never credits. watched
0: The Wire. Oh, really? Yep. I didn't. What do you know? What song it is?
2: Um, something about in a hole. Down huh. in a hole. Oh,
0: yep. I know the song. Yep. Uh, well, I'm a huge fan. I've seen Tom waits a couple of times. He's amazing. But um, again, that song was the first song. I hope I don't fall in love with you. Um, after already being a Tom waits nut after being a hootie fan who introduced me so this whole cycle i sang that song to my wife on her first date Aww. so very special to me so years later fast forward a little i'm working at the hard rock cafe hootie and the blowfish are playing so this is the third time i'm getting to see them live but this time i work there oh. i get i get I'm, i've met them once before but it was just in a line walking to get an autograph i'm standing outside they all come out to hang out and i get to nice. talk to them and i'm talking to the guitar player and I tell him, I go, Hey man, I just I just want you to know. I know people come and chill all the time, but I want to tell you this quick story. And I told him how much I loved him and how yeah. much I bought a hollow body guitar. And it was the first song I learned to play. I sang the song, Tom Wait's, I love it. And told him the whole story. And dude, I'm like choking up i tell him he's like, yeah. Man, that's awesome. Thank you. You know, shook my hand, was just like great. The next day I get tickets to cause everybody at work knows I'm a huge fan to see them live at an amphitheater. They were doing a little pre show at Hard Rock. Yeah. Live at the amphitheaters. I'm there. It's me, this friend of mine. Lindsay and I are already dating obviously, but um probably married at this point, but um a me, a friend of mine, and these two chicks he was trying to mac on, but I'm just like I don't I'm sitting in the field high listening to Hooting and Bullfish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They come out and they set up the song they're gonna do I hope I don't follow with you. And he tells the story Aww. of this fan last night who came up and told him about this song and how it introduced him to Tom Waits. And it was the first song he That's sang awesome. to his wife on their first date. So from the audience, he announces and just tells my story as I'm sitting there boohooing, just smiling with like a shitty grin. Yeah. Um, Why is that yeah. song
2: not on your show?
0: Because um, it's... it's kind of a downer okay. yeah yeah i get it well it's like a drunken lullaby yeah. i actually um we did a employee, employee talent show at work and i got to host and do some comedy yeah and i closed the show and sang that and played guitar oh that's
2: awesome yeah so Good that song. was
0: that was fun but, right. uh so yeah that was so darius rucker okay. maybe the greatest fucking answer outside of mine i mean i got i, gotta, I, yeah, gotta, yeah, I yeah. gotta give my own props to mine it was my okay, choice of course yeah that may already be, out of the gate, the greatest answer anybody's given. Nice. And we've solid. had presidents, Neil deGrasse Tyson given. Yeah. We've had everything. Porn, porn stars. Porn stars. Um, I'm for, sure you've had porn for stars. For me personally. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Right out of the bat. Okay. We're leaving the applause sign on until the no, back nice. the whole <laughs> rest of the show.
2: Okay, until I say Osama okay. Bin Laden next, and then it turns off. Um, no, At that um, point,
0: I think I might still keep it on. So, all right.
2: So, Ye- next for me would be David Letterman.
0: An excellent um, choice as well. Yeah,
2: top, you know, top ten list. Yeah, um, I grew up loving Letterman, and when I started writing comedy when I was younger, I would actually make my own top ten list. That's mm-hmm. where I kind of understood how you do rhythm and you build it up. Um, so yeah, David Letterman, and then probably a <coughs> third one because like it's three, right? I'm picking. And you, one.
0: you're number four. Okay. So. So People always forget two. that. People are like, "I got get four, right?" And it's like, "No, you're going two. You're number four. Again, you need three um, living celebrities."
2: At this point, I'm putting a girl in. I'm gonna do. Uh, <coughs> Excuse me, Kristen Bell, Veronica Mars. Oh, uh, a yeah. good place.
0: Yeah, good choice. A uh, fanboys. She's. Yeah. In, have you ever seen fanboys? Yes. Great! Have you ever seen it, Terry? Uh, yeah. uh, where the kids yeah. go to steal Phantom Menace? Yeah. Yes, but it's yes, early yes. that that whole group of the so Jeth- uh, John Ro- uh, Hill, Seth Rogan. Yeah. I forgot that. about that movie. That's oh, a, it's so good, that's a so gem. good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and she's the girlfriend in it that yep. goes with yeah, them. Okay.
2: And they bring in Veronica Mars back.
0: I've never watched it. I've seen her in a couple of things, it's, but I it's, like her. It's
2: really good. Okay. Um, and of course, The Good Place is phenomenal.
0: I want to see that because I like Ted dancing a lot.
2: Oh, he is amazing in that
0: show yeah so yeah, it's um, a good show good I good, love good trio again i think outside of my own that may be one of the best but right. darius rucker carries it uh, nice. so that was fantastic mine was tom waits stone okay. cold and alex jones
2: oh that's a good that's <coughs> amazing
0: well it's three impressions i could do so i yeah. could always recreate it here by myself if i had to
2: <laughs> that would be like the best episode so, of dinner for three yeah oh yeah
0: that's, that's what we just want to do um excellent excellent well okay much like myself again you share your loves openly which is again like i said you 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 battled you know depression and several things and and you've faced it openly to everyone your highs the lows every bit your surgery the highs the lows every yeah. bit which is what i love about you so there's still going to be something what's your guilty pleasure what's the thing you do love that you know outside of Darius Rucker we already had, that you know you should be embarrassed about
2: okay um i really liked the show Glee okay like I watched okay. every episode of that show I would YouTube to watch their versions of songs <coughs> over of the real good. versions of the songs
0: some of them were great um,
2: but I even when it got bad and some people were like wait it was always bad no but when it got bad near the end right I still watched every Jane Lynch episode. is amazing.
0: Everything oh, she does, she's great. I'm a huge fan of the Christopher Guest mockumentaries. Yeah, so Jane Lynch is amazing, and I've heard a lot of those versions are good. I've heard like on Pandora, I'll hear a cover and go, "Huh, yeah. this is a good cover? Who is this?" And I look, and it's like Glee soundtrack.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that and, was my guilty pleasure.
0: Um, I- the cheerleader bitch has an ass that will not quit. <laughs> yes, I don't know her name. I know she's got a big nose and a big ass, and I'm down. There you go. I'm not a brunette fan by nature, but yeah. again, she's fantastic.
2: Yeah, there um, is some. I I would always like watching and you know like when you would try to watch like pornos when you're little and you would hope your parents wouldn't come in. Mm-hmm. I'd always be watching Glee with the sound down, hoping my roommate would walk through. I, in I the can't,
0: room. can't say I blame you. I'm yeah. a fan of musicals and I'm actually a old musicals, theater geek, so yeah. I I probably would love it. I've never watched it, but I probably would yeah, love yeah.
2: it. I, so. love, I love musicals. All right, <coughs> so that's my right. guilty pleasure.
0: Good choice. Good choice. Um, one of the things I love to do is again break it down on a real level about real people doing things so when when it all comes down to it, there is a real point where it all ends okay um there's a point where you you you've you've written your you've taken your last call you've petted your last doggo and you you have to leave a legacy. What do you want written on your tombstone? what's that last legacy in a in a blurb gonna be
2: Just oh, I'm just gonna say
0: excelsior excelsior. And that's why we yeah. left the light on Excelsior. Now, not only is that a Stan Lee quote, I actually know the meaning of the word. Okay. And so I love it. Yeah. Do, do, do you, before I we give this away? I know if I know them. Uh, so know everybody it, yeah. knows it's a Stan Lee quote. That's yep. his sign off. Yep. But it actually is a word. and has a meaning. Okay. And it's not a salutation or a greeting. Do you know what it is, Terry? Uh, no, I don't. Do you want to know? Do, do, do you, do you want to trust me that I do? Is this a game we're going to play? Sure. Let's hear it. It's Excelsior. Is the technical term, and you can vouch this. He's googling for packing peanuts. Really? It means packing material. That's amazing.
2: Oh yep. wow! Yeah, that really does flow in with packing Indian peanuts.
0: Day. It means it's, it's it's just it's uh it's literally just any kind of stuffing. Like if you get brown paper bag, yeah, in, that's excelsior. That's incredible. So packing peanuts, which I think is great, because yeah. he's taking this one word that means nothing. But pack, and he has made it into this career, um, that that he has made it into this career salutation that is used very incorrectly, and everybody uses it, and it's what's on his fucking tombstone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's his signature catchphrase, and it literally means.
2: That's amazing. Packing peanuts. You make learning fun.
0: I hope so. So there we go. Excelsior. So that's even because you, as a comedian, will know. Again, that Stanley is what everybody will associate it with, yep. and then they'll associate it with you. But you'll be looking over somewhere, knowing, "Ha ha, motherfucker, that's packing peanuts." Yeah, this
2: is meta. So good, good,
0: yeah. good, good. You
1: can get some excelsior on Amazon, three <laughs> fourths of a pound. Oh,
0: yep, yep. My favorite gag—it's—I guess it's right up there. It's not as in play as often, but one of my favorite gags, right up there with the voila. That's. Uh, as the French say, voila, is anytime I open a box or something to scream Excelsior and know that nobody but me gets the joke in the room. That's awesome. But you guys will now. Yeah, and, and your audience. Listeners. Yep. So anybody and Bill out there Murray. listening. That's what we're trying. Maybe yeah. this is the episode he'll listen yeah, to. he'll be like,
2: "Wait, what?"
0: Maybe that. Maybe that's the winning point. Maybe he listened to this episode to see if anybody. Mm. If he's really wanted, kid, get, he gets to this point and goes, "That motherfucker knew what," and I already knew that because yeah. Bill Murray knows. Bill Murray knows. I promise you that Excelsior is packing he's peanuts. He's cleaning water off his shirt so because And so he would have been, like, right yeah. been like, right then he would have been like, "Yeah, that's happening." So um, that's good. Now okay. we can't end on a sour note of okay. death. Oh, let's bring it to the exact opposite you have nothing that you have to do you have all of the control of where you want to be because it's purely the place you choose to be where's your happy place where's the place you want to go when you have no reason to be anywhere else but there
2: just like just my happy place in general yeah
0: where do you if somebody said right now you can go anywhere you want to go to be like to be happy where do you want to be where's your happy place
2: um, that's a really good question.
0: Of course it is. I asked it. That's redundant. I'd, yeah. Fair. Call back. Call back. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Like Thank it's you. you and your call back. I told you it's my given response. Yeah. They're, they're my business card jokes. Yeah. Nice. I hand them out every time anybody pops me up.
2: Um, I don't know if I have a, I mean, I feel like places that I like to go. I okay. like to go to the comic book shop. Okay. I actually don't mind going to work cause I like hanging out with dogs. Okay. Yeah. Um, would, I
0: mean, it was the location your happy place work? Filled with doggos? It
2: seems like that would be weird, yeah. Um, I don't think so. Yeah, I would say just someplace with a bunch of dogs okay.
0: and uh, friends. Most people's answers, including myself, was at home on the couch with my family and loved ones. Okay, I'm going to say so. a bunch
2: of dogs surrounding me.
0: Great.
1: And, a yeah. and Kurt Kellers was on his couch with his dogs, yeah. remember? Yeah, so
0: nice. you're the you're definitely in good spirits there. Because, yeah. again, Kurt Kellers is a wonderful, wonderful deadbeat of comedy and a kindred spirit. So he's a big dog lover as well his dog made an appearance i think a couple times we uh, video, yeah. we had to uh kurt lives in uh, montgomery alabama and so he video conferenced okay. his episode so a couple times the dog made an appearance so yeah <coughs> well
2: and i hope you guys talk a lot on here about your dog the dogs of outlander oh trip yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> the trip is amazing he's a trip <laughs> nice so
0: well that outlander. is a crack, because he is a trip yeah. is ryan you've been a trip You've been a trip. Um, I appreciate it, man. But I, I, I love having you here again. Uh, one, it, it's sad we don't get to hang out more often. Um, I love your presence on social media. I'll be so happy to see you come and go uh, in different places with the network as we Thank can uh, cross paths more often. Um, uh, today, we, had, uh, we, we treated Ryan like a rock star. I went and picked him up and said, uh, you know, fuck, it's like uh, we sent the car you know we sent an outlander driver so yes uh so you had a car waiting we'll have the car take you home soon um uh, but uh you handed me waters you are yeah you are a rock star here and you're yeah. welcome back anytime oh thank you so like i said come back promote i know uh, we'll cross paths oh in yeah our, you need to come future. on our show yeah, I, I did the uh, I get to come do the respawn. I did the original version, so yeah. um, I just started The Witcher Three. I haven't played mm-hmm. okay, playing anything in a while. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I got I got done with uh, the last Far Cry and haven't really picked anything the up. New Dawn. Yeah, oh, I liked it. Me too. Yeah. Um, I haven't really got. Um, sucked in anything yet I've, I've had I've had a taste of Skyrim in my mouth but I didn't want okay. to do it again yeah um, we have the VR version I've thought about diving into that oh that
2: would be kind of interesting
0: and so uh, but I was like eh, let me give The Witcher a shot so I'm starting that nice. so I maybe i some got something to say about that when I'm yeah. done so I'd love right. to come you'll to on, on. Yeah, you'll probably
2: uh, take you a couple months to meet it but yeah, yeah just. That.
0: but you we could not have a, a better presence here with Outlander with you right, so you, we're happy to have you um, but we're appreciative of the fact that you've enjoyed being here because uh, I, I like to thank as you, you, you know the people that come on terry for what he does the audience for listening because in all honesty um, i couldn't do it without him if there's nobody to read your book if yeah. nobody why are you doing it you know exactly and so um i could do this without you but it'd be pointless because a, a crowd without a comic is still a crowd mm. but a comic without a crowd just a narcissistic asshole with a microphone and that's what i'd be here on Debbie radio without my fans so um to all of you to ryan shipley to Terry Snow for making it happen. Thank you, uh, Debbie Radio. I'm Lance Adams. We will catch you next time. Enjoy the fuzz.